All right, everyone. What 80s promposal would you want? I personally want the Dirty Dancing one where he lifts the bear up and he does the dance. That was phenomenal. I'm now Googling popular 80s movies, and one of the first ones that come up is Dead Poet Society. And I think that one would be a pretty funny one to get where you just have all the kids stand on the desk and say, oh, Captain, my Captain, will you go to prom and ignore the fact that it's about a kid that died? Oh, shit. No, that's a good idea, though. Ben? Hello? What What would you want? I, I don't know. I'm also Googling 80s prom poet, uh, 80s movies. Ben is a huge 16 Candles fan. I yeah, know. I'm not. So he'd give you a cake with 16 Candles and say prom? Nope. If there's one thing you know about me, it's that I hate 16 Candles. <laughs> it's one of my, like, two main personality traits. What's the other? Being named Ben. <laughs> Let's watch a Disney Channel movie. That's what it's based off of. What is that from? From Disney Channel. <laughs> She's on Disney Channel. I watched Oh my gosh. With you. Welcome, everybody, to the DCOM Duo podcast. I'm Kelsey. I'm Benji. And we have a very special guest. We're not the DCOM Duo, we're the DCOM Trio. Hello. Everybody, welcome, Ben. Hello. It's not confusing at all. We have another Ben. Yes. As we mentioned multiple times before, we lived in a house that watched DCOMs together, and three of the people there were named Ben, and two of them are currently on this podcast. And one of them was on this podcast previously. Yeah. yeah. Now you've met all Bens. I mean, there's more Bens that exist. Yeah. From Jayco. You yeah. know a lot more Bens. Yeah, that's true. It's I, a very I, I know, name in Minnesota. I know very many Bens. Yeah. Like, I know at least four. And once myself. You know more than four. I do know more than four. I'm. I know more than four that you know. <laughs> All right, Ben. Why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself? Whatever you want to say. Hi. Specifically, what's your history with decoms? Oh, I was in this house that's been referred to as Jank House, and there were some people that were watching some Disney Channel original movies over the pandemic, and I missed the first like thirty or so. I feel like. Because I wasn't there for the pandemic. Yeah, you were gone for like six months. Yeah, I was gone for six months. And the week I was going to come back, uh, someone got COVID in the house. So I had to delay that a few more weeks. That's true. That did happen. Yes, that did happen. <laughs> yep. So, uh, but then I came back and now I've seen like 80-ish decoms. Nice. Um, did you watch any as a kid? Yeah, I watched High School Musical. Nice. High School Musical 2 and unofficial decom high school musical three nice and i think that might be it really no like camp rock i don't know if i saw camp rock as a kid i know i've seen youtube videos and maybe it's like in my head as having seen it but i didn't really watch a ton of disney channel i think i saw the phineas and ferb movie gotcha because i watched phineas and ferb you want to let the audience at home know your quick hot takes on decoms uh decoms are uh they're movies of varying quality. Man, that's really a hot take. What's your favorite? I, I, I really liked watching Pixel Perfect. Yeah. It's yeah. great. Yeah. It's great. That's a hilarious one. It's not the best Disney Channel original movie. That would be High School Musical, but. Sure. But Pixel Perfect was very fun. It's a good time. And what one do you loathe? Oh, um, that's that's an obvious one. Zapped and uh, Zapped. Yeah. <laughs> That's that's the one I love. Is there one that we like that you don't? 
I don't know. I don't hate any of them that That's you like. Fair. Yeah. I think. You're higher on zombies than me. I like that's Kelsey. Kelsey's just like zombies is the best Disney Channel original movie ever. I'm like, there are some problems with zombies. It's fine. I like it. Zombies is a good perfect movie for us to transition back into the topic of our podcast today. We watch Prom Pact. Prom Pact is the newest Disney Channel original movie. We'll get to talk about it more in depth later. Well, Ben, why did you want to be on Prom Pact in particular? Oh, because I hate the movie Sixteen Candles, and that's one of the two traits you know about me. Yeah. And Sixteen Candles is a John Hughes movie, and in the marketing for this movie or, like, the press release thingies that people did, most of the producers were like, this is a John Hughes movie for a modern audience. Um, and I and I have the vendetta against John Hughes because I really hated Sixteen Candles. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's a bad movie. What's your opinion on the other John Hughes movies? I've seen Breakfast Club. It was fine. I didn't like it, but it was fine. I could see how some people might like it, which I didn't understand it. I was watching 16 Candles. <laughs> and then um, I've seen Ferris Bueller, but I remember nothing from it because I saw it when I was like 12. And I remember it being fine. That's fair. I think I watched Mean Girls the same weekend, and that was a much better movie. That's far more memorable. That's not a John Hughes That's film. Not John Don't worry. Hughes. No, it's no. not. Yeah, I'm like, just what? saying that it's a better movie than oh, well, Ferris Bueller. So. I agree. Mean Girls is just kind of a top tier movie. Yeah, so. but just just so for reference. Okay, for since reference. I didn't have opinions on Ferris Bueller, I'm like the only thing I know is it's worse than Mean Girls. So yeah. There's a wide range in there. Nice. But... Oh my gosh, we have fan mail. Oh. Would you like to read our fan yeah, I'll, mail? I'll read it. Oh my gosh, is it Benji's mom? No, it's not. What? It's a new fan. Yeah, we got a very special first time not being my mom reaching out to us with fan mail. All right, subject line. I love the podcast sent from anonymous iPhone. I wonder who that could be. That's crazy. Who could it possibly be? We don't know. It's anonymous. It's anonymous. Yeah. All right. So thank you, Ben, for sending that in. How'd you figure it out? We gave Wait, Ben a lot it's of actually you. No. We give Ben a lot of crap for not sending in fan mail. So. Yeah, yesterday. Yesterday. So. You said you were gonna send in fan mail and then you didn't. I might, and I eventually did. So I was telling the truth. All right. Before we deep uh, dive into the facts and regulations of decom do I don't know why it's said have a name. The decom duo factos. Yeah, the decom duo factos. I don't know why I went Maybe fact and regulation. Just messed it all up. Um, do we want to give any general thoughts about the movie? Like, it was fine. I thought I thought I wasn't gonna like it, and then I did like it. Thought I wasn't gonna like it. Um, thinking back on it, it wasn't fact right a movie, but it was fun. It was funny. The the plots fine. It works. It was good. It's like a 80s John Hughes movie brought to the modern day. Yes. But one thing that was really noticeable from it was I was not expecting a Disney Channel original movie to be TV 14. Oh, yeah, there is. And this one was. This this is PG-13 and like in a very like clear way. It's not like a secret PG-13. I know. They say hell and dumbass. Mm -hmm. They say some naughty words. Uh They imply a lot of sex, both verbally and physically. They imply a lot of sex. They apply sex in like two scenes. P and the V. Yeah. 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 Maybe three. Well, yeah. A lot of making out. Yeah, there's some underage drinking that's implied. Yep. Yeah. I feel like that's more than implied. It is more than implied. They're like, everyone's gonna be trashed. and Yeah. Yeah. 
It's like there's no explanation other than them drinking. They just don't explicitly no, say they're, they're, they're drinking. They're trash because they were up so late. They'll be tired. Oh, that's oh, point. that's why. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Everyone's gonna be up too late partying, so they can't be at the garden. Spoilers for the movie. We're gonna be spoiling the whole movie as we do in yeah. every episode. Yeah, but I don't want to spoil it before Kelsey's recap. Well. Let's go into the decoms and go factas. I did the factas today. We were recording this the day after we, after we watched it for the first time. And we watched it with some friends. Ben was a part of the friend group that we were watching there. Kelsey went back and did all the notes after. So thank you so much for doing all of that. Yeah, so I've seen it twice. Yes. Within like 24 hours. Yeah, within 24 hours of each other. I watched it last night and I watched it again this morning with taking notes did your opinion change at all rewatching it no i still like it well yep <laughs> uh prom pack or it's just called prom pack not the prom pack oh it's just prom pack just prom pack uh it released march 30th 2023 that's very recent to when this is posted yeah it's a few days ago <laughs> yes not um, it day. is the 115th disney channel original movie it is the first new one to come out since we started the podcast and the second new one since the end of our house movie marathon yeah so it's a little awkward when we get to the end and we'll talk about rankings and everything because we kind of don't have that official of a rating of this but we'll talk about that then that'll be in a couple hours mm-hmm. um so that i can get down into the cast and crew the director of this is anya adams she had a lot of decently big TV show episodes, but this is her first film that she's done a directing. Um, according to her IMDb page as well. She did uh The Good Place, Glow, Blackish, Fresh Off the Boat, Zoe's Extraordinary Playlist, The Expanse, and Yellow Jackets, among some other lesser known TV shows. Those are just ones that I've heard people talk about, so mentioning them here. Um, she also did an episode of Doogie. Tommy Aloha, MD, which is important because basically every single person in this cast and crew has worked on that show in some capacity. That's a Disney Plus show. That is a Disney Plus show with the new season of that show premiering the same day that this movie premiered mm-hmm. on, yeah. Disney on Disney Plus. Plus. Yeah. So it's definitely a cross-promotional thing. Yeah. Because literally everyone who's, not everyone, but pretty much everyone worked on both things yeah yeah at least like the main characters yeah but even a lot of the minor characters as well yeah um and our cast playing mandy yang we got peyton elizabeth lee she was the lead title role in andy mac i knew it i knew it i'm like she looks like the girl from andy mac i'm glad i was right Mm -hmm. uh she also is the lead role on doogie cameo aloha md so there's that cross promotion um, a couple other minor TV appearances, including like Scandal and Shameless, but other than that, it's really just been those two main roles for mm-hmm. her career. She's still young. She's eighteen, I think. Yeah. Oh. We were looking up the ages because the cast members do not look like high schoolers. I mean, that's <laughs> going to be the case. Enough. Some of them do. She does, especially when you're trying to do a riff of an '80s movie. And they're yeah. seniors in high school, so mm-hmm. that helps a lot. I guess Greece was like the '70s. Oh yeah, Greece. They but do. Greece too was the '80s. Greece, they do mm-hmm. not look like teenagers. No. Um. It's better than a lot of things. Ben Plunkett was played by Milo Mannheim. Ooh. 
if you don't know, he is Zed in the Zombies franchise, which is the second main character. I feel like Addison's the main character there. I also feel like character of the first movie and not of the second two. I feel like Addison is the main character always. Yeah, maybe. I, I would agree with that. Regardless, he is a star of zombies. Yeah. That's... He would be irresponsible to call him anything, but no, he's like, the male one lead. of them. Made, yeah, he's the male lead. That's yeah. the way I should put it. Uh, he's also on the new season of Doogie Kamaloha MD. Yeah, I'm gonna just probably stop mentioning this for everyone. I, I watched the trailer. I think I think there might be a love triangle between him and uh, who played Mandy. I, I can't remember names. Peyton. Peyton Elizabeth Peyton. Lee. There's a yes. love triangle. I think there's a love triangle between them. In oh that, my god. So crazy um yeah really didn't do all that much else he's done a couple of small tv roles but not that many i did find it funny though that his imdb page says he dabbles in the kazoo oh, oh. oh. i also dabble you gotta in the get kazoo. him on the podcast i wish oh my god i would love to imagine be him playing exceptional zed on kazoo and i do the addison part <laughs> that'd be incredible you guys should just do a someday duet, double kazoo it. Oh my god, Milo, if you're out there, please contact me. <laughs> oh, Blake Drapper played Graham Lansing. Uh, he actually has been in basically nothing. When I looked him up on IMDb, there were four other credits other than Prom Pact, and it was all for things I did not know. Nice. They're all just like TV episodes or podcasts. Nice. Mm. So this is really his breakout. I thought he was fine. Yeah, I thought he did a good job. Yeah, I thought everyone did a good job. Yeah, I don't, I, there was no one that I was like, damn, they suck. Like, mm-hmm. that just didn't happen. Yeah. That's not always the case, but I feel like also a lot of times with kid actors, you feel that, but these are not really kid actors. Yes, it helps no. that they didn't have any eight, eight-year-olds for us to make fun of. Yeah. The freshman wasn't that good. Well, that's just the character. I hate his character. He the performance was fine. It yeah, made me hate him. So he actually did a good job. He was only in one scene. He was know. in two scenes. Oh well, I didn't. I didn't watch this movie twice. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm an expert. Monique A. Green played Latoya Reynolds. Latoya Reynolds. Yes, her name gets said a lot. So hopefully you remember the character. She's in various TV episodes, including Criminal Minds, The Fosters, Had to Get Away with Murder, Fresh Off the Boat. Fuller House, This Is Us, Blackish. A lot of them for just Fuller House and This Is Us. Yep. I love those shows. And yeah, she's like 28, right? Yeah. You mentioned, yeah. Yes. She looks young enough, I think. No, she she was she looks like a high schooler. Yeah. So Yeah, she's pretty old for that role, but like it works. Yeah, yeah, she looks young and she's she was passing. She's she's short. short. When you're short, you can get away with anything. Mm -hmm. Kelsey can tell you. Sure. Because you're short. Haha. <laughs> Comment below how short Kelsey is. The answer is short. If you think she's the height, she's probably shorter. Damn. That's not true, but. Ah, uh, and then finally, I have Margaret Cho playing Miss Chen. There's a lot of other people who have speaking or minor roles in this. I didn't put them all down, especially because the vast majority of them really weren't in all that much. Mm-hmm. But Margaret Cho has been in a lot. She's been stuff since the 90s. She's been doing stand-up comedy for, like, years from since the 90s. She was the star of All-American Girl, which only lasted one season. It was a sitcom on ABC, but it is considered groundbreaking for, like, Asian-American inclusivity on sitcom television. Mm-hmm. Um, 
She had a role in Face Off. She had a big role in Fire Island. She got nominated for an Emmy for playing Kim Jong-il on 3 Rock. Oh. Yeah, okay. so she's done, a, she's done a lot of stuff with her career. Yeah, she's a recognizable face. Yeah. yeah. Like, I'm like, oh, yeah, I knew who she was. I know who that is. She yeah. is the biggest name actor-wise attached to the project. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, personally, for me, it's Milo Mannheim. But... Yeah, he was in Zombies. Yeah, he's in Zombies. Zombie exactly. star. You're, he's you're exceptional. Zombies' though. cultural impact. <laughs> I don't think that's possible. <laughs> You don't think it's possible to downplay zombies' cultural impact? I think as much as I like zombies, I don't think there was a cultural impact. Yeah, no. And then we got some fun facts. Yay. Um. So, yeah, this was released on Disney Plus a day after airing on TV. I think that's the soonest it's ever happened because Under Wraps 2, it was like a week, I think. Yeah, I don't know how quick out. Spin was. Spin actually took a bit, I remember. Because when it came out Disney Plus, we were like, oh, wait, no way. It was like at least a month. I think Christmas again mm-hmm. came really quick, too. Oh, so. that was probably quick. But we don't know because we didn't watch it live. <laughs> so we just we didn't it. realize that there was a new decom. <laughs> we felt so dumb. So we just watched it on Disney Plus like at least a week after. There, it might have been like a week. There is a genuine debate uh, on if this counts as a Disney Channel original movie. There it is? says it's Disney Channel. Original. It doesn't say Disney Channel. It says Disney original movie. Shut up, it does. On all the trailers and stuff I've been looking through, it says Disney original movie. Just watch the, the movie. It is on the Wikipedia page. It, it premiered on Disney Channel, and it was made to premiere on the Disney Channel. So to me, that counts, but I just wanted to bring that up. I feel like maybe this wasn't at some point intended to be on Disney Channel. Yeah. It says, I literally just pulled up the movie again, a Disney, oh, it says a Disney original movie. Yes, Why does it, it say Disney Channel? Because they want to make it so they can say it's a Disney Plus original too, is my guess. Or they want to they leave it ambiguous so you can say whichever one you want. Well, fuck, do we even count it? Yeah, it's on the Wikipedia page. It's on page. the Wikipedia page. Okay. It premiered on the Disney Channel. It is referred to in media like as a Disney Channel original movie. And it also premiered originally on Disney Channel. It did, yeah. yeah. It premiered Thursday. It's definitely one, though, we're getting to an era where I'm guessing we may never see the words Disney Channel original movie on a screen again. Because they're going to want to be able to say they're Disney Plus originals, too, if that so helps them. It was yeah. originally announced as a Disney Plus original film, but then they put it on Disney Channel first. For That's what happened to Spin. Yeah. Which I think these count. And there's been other films that like air on Disney Channel and are on Disney Plus that do not count. Like there's the film Sneakerella, which we haven't really talked about because when it got onto my radar, I ate everything said this is a Disney Plus film that just also aired on Disney Channel. It aired there on is Disney a distinction. Channel? It did not air on Disney Channel first. They just aired it later. Prom Pact specifically aired on Disney Channel first. And that's going to be the distinction we're probably using going but forward. But Zombies 3 aired on Disney Plus first. But they had a specific version. Also, we've done pretty much a sequels count rule. Yeah, I mean, if we're counting High Musical 3. Which and I, then we shouldn't, theoretically. Zombies 3 was like, we're going to premiere it again on Disney Channel with bonus content. We'll talk about that when we talk about Zombies 3. It was a the scam. Yeah, it was it was dumb. We'll talk about that another time. But yeah, basically, even though Wikipedia is not the best source, that's what we've been doing to be the end-all single source of is this a decom or not. And Wikipedia says this is. Okay. Um. All right. 
It is the first decom to premiere on a Thursday. Yeah, that was weird. It, it's because they wanted it on Disney Plus on a Friday. Yep. Yeah. Um, and yeah, it is the first TV 14 decom. Um, all others were either TVG or TVPG. The premiere on Disney Channel was rated TVPGL for strong language. Oh. So I'm wondering if some stuff got toned a little down. Yeah. We watched it on Disney Plus. Yeah, we did not watch it on Disney Channel. Did you end up recording it? Mm -mm, I did not. Because I knew it was going to be on Disney Plus. So I figured I didn't need to. I'm wondering if some of the things aren't in the... Yeah, that'd be interesting to know. It's too late now. If you watch this on Disney Channel proper, please let us know. We'd love to hear. Yes. And then also watch it on Disney Plus to let us know the differences. Yes. (laughs) All right. And then I can read the Disney Plus description. You don't want me to read it? You can read it. I'll let Kelsey read read it. it. I want to take over. All right. Disney Plus description. It's a long one this time around. It's the height of prom season and high school senior Mandy Yang and her best friend and fellow outsider Ben are surrounded by over the top 80s themed proposals. However, Mandy keeps her eyes focused on a different goal, her lifelong dream of attending Harvard. When she finds out her acceptance has been deferred, she is determined to do whatever she can do to get herself off the wait list even if that means asking for help from the one person she abhors popular basketball all-star Graham Lansing whose father is a powerful senator and Harvard alum once Mandy becomes Graham's tutor she begins to realize there's more to him than she thought and perhaps something more to life than Harvard there's nothing more to life than Harvard let's be real Mm -hmm. there was a really long sentence in the middle there yeah like that whole middle chunk was one sentence. It was just kind of impressive. Honestly. They just kept going. Mm-hmm. All right. Do we have any other notes to add on or are we ready to dive into the movie? I think we're ready to dive in. All right. Let's get into the movie now. All right. So we open up. Apparently it says a Disney original film. <laughs> um, we're at a pep rally, right? Go Bulldogs. Go Bulldogs. Um, Mandy is not at the pep rally. Boo Canaries. Is that who they're going? Yeah, there were a bunch of signs that said Boo Canaries. <laughs> Must be who they're playing. very funny. That is pretty funny. I think funny. one person subtitled said Boo Canaries, which I found funny. That's funny. Imagine having your opponents be named Canary. Like, mm-hmm. Canary is a bad name for a school. Go mascot. Canaries. Because Canary, aren't Canaries the one that you know would fly and go die? Yeah, yeah, like they're used specifically like, to die. I, I think Canary's going to be a positive thing. I don't think they should be your team's fighting school mascot. Probably not. Uh, Mandy is not at the pep rally. She is outside of the gym refreshing her Harvard application, but it's not coming through. Right? A really well-designed app because she just all she has to do is refresh and it actually works. I feel like web these days doesn't work that way. Don't you usually get an email or something if you're accepted? Well, I don't know. I haven't gone to Harvard. That's true. Like application things. I think you there was a website you could. Oh yeah, to. I'm trying to remember when I got accepted to the U. If I got an email first, or I remember specifically getting a letter. In the I got. Mail. I mean, I, I got a letter in the mail, but I got an email first. I probably got the email first. Yeah, it's been so long. I'm so old. Um. Okay. So prom pack shows up in like neon letters because it's 80s. This right? movie uh, it's very much trying to be an 80s movie. That is one of its entire gimmicks and is using the most 80 neon like outrun aesthetic that you can imagine. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mandy, wave. Mandy starts like putting lost and found stuff in the donation box. 
and her counselor comes in and she's like, you can't just steal from the lost and found. And she's like, I'm putting it in the donation box, which probably still is wrong because those are property of someone else. You can't just be Well, like, she's not the most morally uh, ethical person as we learn throughout the film. I guess she's just like, oh, these have probably been lost for a long time. Let's donate them. I'm sure the school probably donates them anyway. She's very Machiavellian in her ethics beliefs. Yeah. Um... She's like, okay, fine, I'll put them back. Are you happy now? And the guidance counselor goes, I'm a high school guidance counselor. I'm never happy. Damn. Uh, so the cheerleaders are, like, dancing at the pep rally. And we see this, like, one male cheerleader absolutely kill it. I wanted to shout that out. Because he's killing the dance moves. Oh, Benji, you also mentioned that their, like, rally song is fun. Yeah. Like, go Bulldogs. And it was, there, yeah. It sounds very, like, detailed, which is fun. Yeah. It's actually, it has a lot going on. All right, so just to make this more confusing, one of the main characters' name is Ben. That's Milo Mannheim's character. So Ben is at the pep rally. We can just call what? him No Nuts if we want to be no, clear. No, I don't want to call him No Nuts. That's mean. That's mean. It is mean. That's the point of the movie. So Ben is at the rally, and Mandy goes and sits next to him because the, the counselor made her go to the pep rally, and he's all excited about it. He likes the pep rally, and Mandy does not. All right, so then Graham Lansing goes to talk because he is the captain of the basketball team, our very own Troy Bolton right here. Um, I wonder if he also sings. Graham is like, I would go on and on about speaking, but that would be corny as hell. And I'm like, damn, TV 14. Yeah, they definitely aren't going to say anything more. TV 14 movie. Definitely not going to say anything more risque than hell, this movie. Mandy starts complaining about Graham that like everybody worships this guy, right? And quote, he's just an entitled dumbass who uses his nice smile and male privilege to fail upwards and become king of the Everest. Yeah, we learn later what they mean by Everest. Yeah, yeah and she explains it. Really, ever mention it in my notes again? But basically, Everest is how they refer to all the populars because they're peaking in high school. It's, mm-hmm. it's close to being clever. Yes. Yeah, I think Mandy's seen a lot of '80s movies, so she's she's like, that's what popular people are like. Yeah, yeah. This is a movie that kind of backtracks onto the popular cliches of. Here are the popular kids in school and the not popular kids in school. And this is what social dynamics are like. Yeah. That, when it's not really that accurate. But it's that's, a very tropey movie. Yeah. But I think it was intended to be. Yeah. This is also yeah. a very cringy movie when it was fully intended to be. Yes. Yeah. Like, I don't want to punish the movie for its tropes or cliche, like cringe, when that's what it's trying for. And I think it does succeed. So Ben's like, damn, Mandy, you need to chill, like, calm down. Um, Graham is like, we're going to reveal the prom theme. Everyone welcome class president Latoya Reynolds. And she's also a cheerleader. You never hear her name described with just Latoya. It's always Latoya Reynolds. It's Latoya Reynolds. And it's very obvious that Ben likes her because she's pretty. Yeah, you do the thing where he looks at her and the music cuts out for like three seconds, so... Obviously, they're in love. Mm-hmm. Yeah, except and she doesn't know who he is, probably. I think she dies. Yeah, I mean, it's real later she does, but for right now, we're supposed to think, like, oh, he's in love with her because she's popular and pretty. And, and that, is, yeah. that, that is what it is. Yeah. <laughs> 
Um, okay, then Latoya reveals that the prom theme is the 80s. And everyone's like, yes, we love the 80s. And then all of a sudden the lights go out. And a ghost appears on the wall. And a random girl in the crowd, she goes, oh, my God, it's a proposal. This is not a drill, people. I feel like you're not giving that enough. She screams it. She screams it in front of everyone. She's such a pick me. (laughs) First off, everyone in this school loves going all out for their proposals. This is such a spoiler. I want to say she's totally ruining the moment. She's like, "This is not a drill, people. This is a proposal." Like, I don't think she has very many friends. Also, they spoiled to everyone doing the proposal what the theme is. Just want to say that. What Ghostbusters? Well, that is eighties. Because oh, yeah, I don't think it would be Ghostbusters. Oh no, the spoilers on what the well, prom theme is. No, how well, will they? Everyone after... cares so much about it, so I would be mad. <laughs> No, it's right after she says the prom theme is 80s and then they start doing Ghostbusters. Yeah, they, so obviously the people had it planned. Oh, Therefore, they were spoiled gosh. about it. Yeah, it's like a whole... I think it's because it's the basketball guys feel, and they worked it out with LaToya. I feel like some of them might be on student council when yeah, they probably. discuss this. But also all the marching band knows because they start playing the Ghostbusters theme. Yeah. So they mm-hmm. all know it's yeah. probably 80s. It's fun to get the marching band involved. I don't think you keep the prom theme secret. It's not like... Something people are keeping for. Well, then why did they do the grand reveal? Because the general public doesn't know. Anyway, they there's four of the basketball guys, including Graham, and they're in their Ghostbusters costume, and they're doing the proposal. They're like dancing and stuff, and they out of the guns it shoots out the letters for prom. And they're not great at dancing, which is very accurate because yeah. it's just obvious. Like they're doing this to be a fun proposal. Well, like the costumes are fun. Mm-hmm. and the lights and it's and good prop yeah, work it's a lot yeah. more effort than i think anybody would actually do in high school which yeah. is fun yeah you know? and one cheerleader in particular is like pushed out like oh this is a prom puzzle for her and mm-hmm. then the music stops and she goes oh my gosh graham lansing are you asking me to prom and then uh, the guy next to him goes no it's me owen asking you to prom i'm your boyfriend this is such a bad look on her. <laughs> and then she goes, oh, okay, yeah, that's fine, I guess. Yep. It's they, so awkward. They start arguing in the back because Grant grabs the microphone and is like, she said yes, like trying to, <laughs> trying to defuse the tension, but that you can just see them arguing behind him and it's really funny. She has no leg to stand on, in my opinion. Oh. He's there. She's yeah, no. She really thinks it's Graham? he was the first person in the line. Probably, yeah. had the P. No, he was second. Oh. He had the R. Why was he the R? There's four of them, so you want the guy in the middle, but him and Graham were both in the middle because there's only four. Oh, okay. Well, so it's one of those two, and she decided it's not, it's got to be Graham, right? Well, this is obviously going to be the most awkward proposal of them all, and there's no way any other one could have... A, bigger negative ramifications on anyone's life the rest of this movie. So. I think it is the one that ha- probably has the biggest negative ramifications. Yeah, it's just not the main characters. Else yeah. says yes to their proposal. No. Okay, that wasn't really okay. a big We didn't see though. that one, though. We don't know. We know that, we know that there also, was a no on that one. it wasn't a proposal. That was just a proposal. Where that was, was the just, prom? That was just a way you go to prom with me. There was no 80s theme to it. Yeah. How do, it doesn't even count. All the proposals that have 80s themes are said yes to. So. Mm-hmm. Real easy, figure him out. 
those two also come back throughout the movie a couple times and you can see them arguing in the background it's really funny which is really fun it's a good bit yeah all right so now the pep rally is over and mandy goes to talk to her counselor some more her name is miss chen and she's wanting advice about harvard um then miss chen's phone rings and she answers it she's like oh my god it's mr harvard himself oh my gosh yeah you want to accept mandy into harvard it's like clearly a joke and then she goes i'll explain later honey and hangs up and mandy's like that was your wife and she's like no it was mr harvard but um yeah the counselor's just kind of being mean yeah this whole movie we talk about it that the counselor's just not a good person well she like she teases Mandy. I think it's just because they have that rapport. Yes. Yeah. But being this introduction, we don't know that. And it just seems like she's being mean for no reason. And yeah. There's another student which she makes a mean comment about. Yeah, that's later. a little later. Yeah. We'll get to that so. then. But like, yeah. Um, And then Mandy gives a speech and the counselor's like, oh my gosh, you're about to give a speech. So she does. And she's like, I want to go to Harvard because there's a specific professor, Professor Downs. Um, she's there. She's awesome. She's won like two Nobel prizes. So. Real Marie Curie out there. Yeah, I'm glad that there's a more specific reason that Mandy wants to go to Harvard instead of it just it's Harvard. You know, yeah. a lot of the movies and TV shows fall in that trope of like you have to go to this top notch school or else you're worth nothing. Yeah, which just isn't true. There's tons of schools where you can get. It also, I think, wouldn't have fit with, like, her liberal stereotype if she was like, I need the name recognition of Harvard, an elitist institution. Yeah, she's going specifically for a female role model. Yeah. Yeah, I think Ben's completely right where she is a very tropey character in of herself of being feminist, but, like, written as a, quote, feminist. Yeah. There's a lot of jokes at that expense, which is weird, um, but she is a high school student, and you aren't you aren't the most aware of yes. what you're saying at that point in your life. Yeah. So it seems realistic at points. It is and also it is realistically sarcastic. It is realistically cringy at a lot. Yes. Of points. Yeah. Um. So then Miss Chen teases her more and tells her to consider some other schools, and she's like, "Nah." She says she's already applied to backup schools later. Yeah, but then she's she doesn't want to consider no. any of them. So no. my theory that she got into Yale is still possible. She applied to like one school and I got in. So, but I also wasn't going for Harvard. I went to University of Minnesota, which was pretty attainable. I, I mean, if you have I good grades, like, I only really did one stretch school of application. I did U Chicago. I applied there. I got on the wait list, and then I already decided at a point I'd rather go to University of Minnesota. So I did that instead, nice. instead of trying to get off the wait list. Yeah, I have no idea. That's what this plot could have been. Do you have to do anything to get off a wait list? Um, you what they're saying about sending like letters or recs and stuff. That we're jumping a little ahead in the plot talking yeah. about this, but that is a thing you can do. You can try and like. Keep letting the school know about more extracurriculars, more like cool things that you're doing, better resume boosters. Yeah. To try and bump you up off the waitlist. Because there will be people added from the waitlist and you just want to be on that. Yeah. Group. Gotcha. All right. So then we're out in the courtyard and we meet the two other friends that Mandy and Ben have. Their names are Charles and Zenobia, which is a very fun name. Yeah. Charles is pretty weird. Like, uh, I've, I've never met anyone named Charles. 
they're both in marching band and i don't really mention this so i'll just mention it now zenobia is like the drum major right is that what it's called i believe so yeah she's like she keeps time and that she has to wear the fun costume and there's like little jokes about it but it's not like a main focus these two are just like meant to fill in gaps that ben and mandy don't have like they're the more sociable friends that can let them know things are happening. You can't just have a full-on cringe fest of the nerds at all times. Yeah. You have to have some social identity. Yeah. Um, so Mandy starts complaining about promposals and the patriarchy. But Ben's like, I like that it's 80s theme. I think that's fun. Ben's an optimist. He really sees the world as all being positive And Mandy's the negative, which is like everything in the world sucks. And we should try and make it better. But, like, it might suck more. <laughs> I don't really feel like Ben's that much of an optimist. Well, at least he's just kind of. right now. I, he is right now. Yeah, he's he's very pessimistic in, like, the next scene. Oh, I've. We'll get to. I, about himself. He's pessimistic about himself and his role in the world, I think. I think he's optimistic in terms of society as a whole and culture as a whole. Yeah. Like, whenever he's talking about things people enjoy, he's happy people enjoy them. Whereas I feel like Mandy is more worried about the problematic nature of some of these things people enjoy art. Yeah. It goes into this fight that they're about to get into. Yeah. So Mandy's like, 80s movies are sexist. And Ben's like, they're not all sexist. And then Charles and Zenobia make a dollar bet on who's going to win the argument. I, I, I will say this. I make dollar bets with friends all the time. No, it's just a fun little. It's like, mm-hmm. yeah, you get a little bit of stakes on it. Yeah. Um. Okay. So Ben starts listing off movies. Yeah. He's like, Breakfast Club. And Mandy's like, you know, she got a whole makeover to get a boyfriend at the end. I think that's a different movie. No, that happened in Breakfast Club. Yeah. It does. That's what she said for Breakfast yeah, Club. Yeah, she said. She, it's not like the peering up skirts or anything that she. No, that she that's probably a little too inappropriate to mention okay. in the movie. But she says, like, it's all about being yourself until you want a cute boy to like you. And then you get a makeover by Molly Grimald. Which, yeah, that happened. Um, And she just talked. Yeah, she's talking about just patriarchy she also could just mention one thing and not another yeah, yeah um true. weird science she said it me uh the morals that the perfect girl is scantily clad and here to please and then revenge of the nerds the hero nerd tricks a girl into sleeping with him in that movie so there's probably a not sexist 80 movie out there dirty yeah. dancing might be fun maybe it might not i i don't know there, 80s probably are sexist. there are probably sexist moments in it I mean, abortion's not okay in that movie because it's, like, in the 60s, I think. Is that when it takes place? I think so. I haven't seen Dirty Dancing. I like Dirty Dancing, personally. Googling 80s movies. The argument about all movies is just if Ben could name one. Yeah, and he couldn't. I'm going to search, is Dirty Dancing sexist? (laughs) Oh, someone said Dirty Dancing is an underrated feminist masterpiece. Whoa. Feminist masterpiece. That's all I'm seeing. Um, so yeah. yeah. No, I think he should have said dirty dancing and he would have won the argument. Mm-hmm. So everyone says it's feminist. Let's go dirty dancing. Um, okay. So why did I say Chuck? I think I didn't know his oh Charles. His name's Charles. And so his nickname's probably Chuck. That's why. I didn't know his name at the time. So Chuck, okay. Is he, Chuck a nickname for Charles? Yeah. yeah. It's, yeah, something. it is. Um, so he lost because he bet on Ben, and um, Zenobia is like, "Pay up!" And he goes, "Chill out, I'll Venmo you." And then immediately turns, 
I don't have Venmo. <laughs> it's a good line. I need to use that sometime. That's a really good line. Even though I have Venmo, so like I can't do it. I'll Venmo you. I don't have Venmo. All right, so then we cut to a new scene. Ben is working at a grocery store. Uh, Mandy texts him to pick her up later because it's Friday night and they have their little Friday night date thing. Yeah, they have a very specific Friday night date plan that they do every Friday night. Yep. Uh, Kyle is a really dumb freshman that is there. He also works there. He's the bag boy. And he starts to bully Ben. He's like, you're not even really a senior. Do you drink? Do you, like, have sex? He's like, are you virgin? And Ben's like, I've kissed a girl before. And Kyle's like, I'm not talking about kissing. I'm talking about your pee in a V. Which is, yeah, this is, this is a common, like, a specific phrase I've never heard anyone say this. No. <laughs> well, I mean, we know what it means, though. Yeah, it's yeah. very clear what it means. V. Yeah. It's just, imagine hearing that within the first 10 minutes of a decom. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's pretty weird. I it, can't believe, like, dude, this is a freshman. He's probably 14. We can give him the benefit of the doubt and say 15, but I like to think he's still 14. And he's just bullying the senior for being a virgin, which is... Not a cool thing. No. I mean, bullying's not cool at all, but, like, don't pressure someone to lose their virginity. That's not cool at all. That's sexual harassment. Kyle? Kyle? You fucking 14-year-old? What's wrong with you? Oh, my God. He's got some issues to work out. He's never had his P in a V. Jeez, he's 14. And then Kyle is like, you see that guy? His P has been in some V. And it's Graham, he's pointing out. Imagine that being the introduction to a character. I know we've seen Graham already in the film. Yeah. But, like, this is when we first really get to hear him talk to one of the main characters. And it's just, hey, that person over there fucks. And you don't fuck. It's so weird. Okay, so then Graham comes to, like, check out. He's, like, getting a couple things. And he doesn't recognize Ben at first. He doesn't realize they go to the same school. Or that he's also a senior. Like, he's literally in his class. They have a big school, though. Is he in yeah. his class? Yeah, they're both seniors. Oh. They're like, senior class. Yeah. Yeah. Um, But then he's like, oh, my gosh, you're no-nuts Plunkett. And I thought the whole movie, this was purely a joke about he's how he's a virgin. But it's he not. Now he doesn't have a P. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's not. It's that when they were younger, he had a Snickers bar and he had an allergic reaction to it. And, you know, his like face got all puffy. And so now everybody makes fun of him for having an allergy. Woo, society. It's, it's better than just calling him a virgin all the time. But we all missed this. I no, think, I, I caught that. Oh. I, well, you didn't mention I it. I literally it. did. I said, oh, they're calling him. They specifically say, wow, that's mean that they call him that because he's not swollen. I couldn't recognize you. Yeah, he's like, I don't recognize you because you're all swollen. And you're not. I mentioned swollen. it multiple oh. times while we were watching. Swollen part. I just I just didn't connect that. I yeah. thought it had something to do with virginity. Probably just a double meaning now. Like we're And like later in the for... movie, they're sitting in the no nuts zone. Yeah. And yes. I'm like pointing out, yeah, because he has the allergy. Yeah, I just thought that was a metaphor or something. <laughs> yeah, because he's no nuts. Because he's not no nuts. She's not there. Mandy's there, but yeah. he's not there. Because she's like, she's longing for this is like Yeah, she fight. was in the no nuts zone because no nuts isn't there. Yeah. No no nuts. Yeah. So nuts. Okay, so now we're at Mandy's house. She's getting ready to leave, and her mom's like, you got a hot date? 
And Manny's like, oh, yeah, I have a date with the most popular boy in school. And the mom goes, you have a date with Graham Lansing? And then the dad pops in. He's like, Graham Lansing? And Manny's like, how do you guys even know who that is? And the dad's like, I didn't. I just, like, felt the vibe and I jumped on it. Yeah. Um, He is a very talented basketball player who's going to get into a basketball scholarship at uh, University of Texas, I believe. They say UT. They say UT. Which I'm guessing means University of Texas. He said, I'm either doing that or state, which would be Washington State, because they never mentioned this in the film, but they live in Washington, Seattle specifically. Anyone caught it, but they are in Seattle right now. We're making a joke because they showed the Space Needle and also the word Seattle a lot. Yeah. They showed the Space Needle like five times in the movie. And Bay at one point, Bay has been on the podcast before, so y'all should know who Bay is. Um, she was watching with us and she's like, oh my gosh, the lights, I noticed the license plate has Washington. So I'm like, ah, oh, they're in Washington. But at that point, we already knew they were in Seattle. <laughs> That's so funny. Um, what was I saying? I, I, oh yeah, basically, he's very good at basketball. Yeah. And being able, like, this is the only reason I can think of why a parent would know, like, you got a date with, like, the really popular athletic boy. Yeah. Although that's the only explanation I can give for why that interaction. Yeah, it's just a mom that knows. I believe that the mom would know, especially like you talk to other parents and Mm -hmm. she's probably been to a sports game. Like, yeah, I don't think it's that weird. Um, Mandy is like, he would never date a girl like me. And also my worth is not determined by a boy because she's a feminist. Yeah. Yeah. Also, that's just a that's just a good sentiment to have. Yeah, no, it is. <laughs> but I'm saying she has to bring it up because that's yes, her person. It, it is. Yeah. It's a less jarring bring up moment. No, you're right. You're right. <laughs> there, there is. Uh, there's, there's, there's some very jarring. There's a specific moment pretty soon here. That's my favorite single random feminist bring up. Oh, yeah. yeah and we'll yeah. get to it. Okay, so the mom is like, I love that, you know, but also you're young and I want you to have fun and make memories. You know, you should put some hot Cheetos in your teacher's car because I did that when I was a teenager. What is that prank? Is that a is that like an innuendo? Is hot no. Cheetos an no. innuendo? Flaming hot Cheetos. I think no. the idea is you get the dust all over their car. Probably, and it smells but, like flaming hot Cheetos. But I also feel like that's just a bad prank. Well, maybe her mom's lame. Like <laughs> anyway. Mandy's like, I'm going out with Ben. We're going to do books, movie, and waffles. Because they do this every Friday night. And yeah, the mom's like, you do this every Friday night. And Mandy's like, see, it's memorable for you, too. So that's a nice slap back. Yeah, that's a good slap back. All right, so then Ben picks her up, and he's all sad about work because he was getting bullied by a 14-year-old. And Have you ever Graham, been bullied by a 14-year-old? It hurts. It probably does. But Have you been bullied by a 14-year-old? I can imagine. <laughs> I sympathize. Mandy's like, what's wrong? Was it that skid mark, Kyle? Yeah, call him a skid mark. That little piece of shit. He needs to be knocked down. He's only 14. And he really thinks he's this cool. He's only 13. He's also a bully. He skipped a grade. Cool. He's not cool. Ugh, he's like the worst. And Ben's like, I don't want to talk about it. So then Mandy starts playing some Imagine Dragons. And he's like, no, it's not going to work. Magic Dragons were my favorite band in freshman year, but like those four years ago, whatever. But then it cuts to them singing Believer by Magic Dragons, and they're like really into it. And it's really cute. He's pretty kind of distracted driving. But yeah, it's, it's probably cute. not that It's cute, cute enough. Feel like the suburbs. It's fine. Yeah, he also so does have both his hands on the steering wheel. Yeah. I think, so 
Okay, so then we also see them. They go to the bookstore and they see a movie. And then we meet them at this diner that they go to to get waffles. And out the window. Well, not waffles. Oh, one waffle. waffle. They it's, only get one waffle. It's like a giant waffle that they it's share. Not that it's giant. not that big. Regular sized waffle. It's ginormous. It's like as big as the table. And they share the waffle. It is a normal sized waffle. But they probably just ate popcorn. So. They ate popcorn and they probably don't have like a ton of It's waffles. not really dinner. Waffles are a dessert. Yeah. yeah. And if they do this every week, like, yeah, I probably just end up splitting the waffles. You're good. Um, okay. So out the window, there's a promposal, and they're doing Addicted to Love by Robert Palmer. Um, they, like, are remaking the music video, which is, you know, Robert has a guitar, and some girls are on the guitar, like, just kind of swaying with no emotion on their face. That's the music video. Basically, every other scene in this movie has a promposal within it. Yeah, there's a lot of promposals happening. In they're the just happening in the background, yeah. and they're like very slightly touched upon, and that's kind of fun because they had to have come up with some clever ideas because everyone in this town goes all out for prom. Yeah, and everyone's like going with the '80s theme. They're having a lot of fun. They're invested. Yeah, every every teenager loves the '80s. Apparently, I didn't know this. I like the '80s, so maybe the general. Like teenage public also likes the eighties. They know a lot about eighties movies. Well, it's just a music video. So maybe he just looked up eighties music videos. Yeah. But yeah, anyway, Ben is like longing for a social life, kind of. Because he's like, We've been doing this, we don't go to parties. I'm just worried that I'm like kind of missing my chance to have a high school experience, basically. And Mandy's like, real life starts in college. And Ben's like, but I'm not going to Harvard. Like, I'm going to be going to some community college with all of these other people in high school. And they're going to have amazing stories, whatever. But Mandy's like, meh. And then Ben's like, whatever, forget it. And he goes to order the waffle. So then Mandy writes prom and ketchup on, like, this placemat thing, which is disgusting. But she even, I think, makes a rectangle around it as well, just no, for flair. No, that was just the placement. Okay, yeah. Um, so Ben comes back and he's like, Prom, and she's like, Yeah, for real, I want to go to prom with you because we're best friends and you really want to go, but like, there's no big production, we're not doing a limb or anything, and no slow dancing. The only thing I hate more than slow dancing is the gender wage gap. Bars. What a line. Did she say chronically in the scene? No, she said it straight. Okay. When I when I watched it, I wasn't sure if she meant it ironically. I think it's she says straight up. It's so funny to me. Just imagine anyone saying that in real life. You can imagine people saying it ironically. Yeah, and imagine anyone saying it seriously in real life. Yeah. I can't imagine that. And she goes, Do you accept my prom pact? Oh my god, get it like the title of the movie. She's like, do you accept my prom pact? I didn't realize that till now. Oh, thank you. Thank you. I'm pretty smart. Um, and they and he accepts, and they like do this double tap on the back of their hands, like yeah. their thing. That's their secret handshake. That's not secret. Bam, bam. It's just a little tap. tap it's tap. a it's a high five twice, but instead of using the front of your hand, you use the back. Yeah, they do it a lot throughout the movie. So, mm-hmm. um, and then the waffle comes out, and she's like, "There's no chocolate chips in this," and he's like, "Oh yeah, when I ordered it, I was mad at you." But now this is like this is exciting. Let's eat the waffle. It's a celebratory waffle. It's pretty funny. It's a good. It was funny. Just be like, I'm annoyed right now. You're not getting chocolate chips. 
think Milo Mannheim's really good at like that short little quips and like being kind of goofy, silly. I like I like his acting. It's how it's where he strives. He does a lot of that in zombies too, and also that like awkwardness. He, he's yeah. no Meg Donnelly, but he's good. He's good. Yeah, no, I I'm in love with Meg Donnelly. We so. both are. That's our that's our combined crush. Yeah, love her. Well, wait till we talk about zombies, All right? Um. Okay. So now we cut to high school. Uh, their high school is called North Seattle High. So just in case you missed it, they are in Seattle. You have to have a pretty keen eye to realize where they are isn't seattle where the space needle is well we don't well, yeah but we haven't seen the space hey, maybe needle. in this no, we maybe no maybe in this universe the space needle got moved to a different state they like picked it up mm-hmm. and they put it in space it's a real christmas prince moment what it's a christmas prince moment where they show the wrong city they showed the wrong city. Oh, because it was the first one. Yeah, all be, of like the stock footage. It was supposed to be it's, New York, yeah, right? It's New York, and they like show like I don't know if they show that, but they show like the Golden Gate Bridge, I think, or something. Just the wrong city. <laughs> <Yes. laughs> like notable oh. buildings from the wrong place. Love Christmas Prince. Yes. All right, so they pull into school, and Mandy's like, "Oh my God, the Harvard application has updated." She refreshes it, and she's waitlisted, and she's absolutely devastated he's like it's not like you're rejected and she's like that's basically the same thing as being rejected it's not but it does suck mm-hmm. to be waitlisted to your number one choice it's a reason to be sad about it but yeah she can't be acting like it's done she should have put this on her outcome possibility she was only preparing for two outcomes she put all she of her should eggs have prepared in one for basket. three outcomes yeah. the moment she doesn't want encouragement she just wants acknowledgement that her angry feelings are valid but then ben actually does give her encouragement he's like come on you're a fighter like the mandy i knows would storm in and find a way to get to harvard and she's like you know what you're right so she like picks herself up and she goes to talk to the counselor so there's another student talking to Miss Chen, and she's like, I have another student here. And Mandy goes, it's okay, I'll wait. And then they sit there, and she looks at the student, and then the student just gets up and leaves. And Miss Chen goes, I'm only going to let this slide because I don't like that kid. What? Was that a joke, or does she actually not like that kid? I think it's a joke. I also, think she, she doesn't like it, the kid. She let it slide. I think it's a joke, but she also doesn't like the kid. It both it are true. Both. both are true. Um, okay. So uh Mandy's like, how do I get into Harvard? I'm on the wait list. And Miss Chen is like, well, first she's like, go to a different school. And Mandy's like, no. She's like, okay, fine. Get a letter of recommendation. And she's like, you could get a good teacher letter of recommendation that talks about everything you've done, that someone that knows you. But Mandy's like it hit me. Yeah. And Mandy's like, what about Graham Lansing's dad? He's a senator. He's state senator. and Not state senator. He's the senator of the U.S. Well, he's not a state senator. No, I mean, yeah, but he's that? a senator for the state of, because that's how senators yeah. work. Yeah. Yeah, but there's also Sorry, a state no. senator. Yeah, no, you're right. Government. I should have clarified better. Yes. He is a senator, like, for Washington in the United States government. And he's a Harvard alum. So, a letter of rec from him would be very flashy and nice. Uh, And 
she's like, do you know him, Miss Chen? And Miss Chen's like, no, I don't. Like, you don't know him either. So just like get a good teacher one. So like it, I think that's your best chance. But then Mandy um decides, nope, I'm not gonna do that. And she goes to talk to Ben and she's like, I need to get close to Graham so I can get close to his dad and get a letter of recommendation from him. Because obviously this is her only chance, right? This is the only way this could possibly work to get yeah, off the wait list. Yeah. And Ben is like it's not like they accept people off the wait list without Without anything happening, yeah, no, that would never happen. Well, it is a good idea to send something else. In. Yeah, yeah. But she's like, it has to be from Graham Lansing's dad. He becomes sure. one track minded on mm-hmm. this. Yeah. So Ben is like, this isn't very ethical to try and get close to Graham to get close to his dad. But Manny's like, men take advantage of women all the time, so it's fine. It's not. It's but- worked for me to get into Harvard. Yeah, she's like, she hasn't learned yet that there's things more important in life than Harvard. Yeah, she's like, it's just Harvard. I'm sure men have done worse things for worse. For like, less. For less, whatever. Yeah, I don't know. Done worse for worse actually works. <laughs> it does work. Um, okay. So then Ben, like, sees LaToya Reynolds across the way, and he's like, you know what? I'm in. Because if we get close to Graham, that means we get close to all the Everest, and that includes LaToya. I didn't realize that was his thing. Yeah. It, motivation. Yep. That's that's kind of why he agrees to mm. go along. He's like, let's do your little 80s. He's also thing. having a little um, eighth life crisis. Yeah. Uh, we know he wants to be social. So that's. Yeah. He he's, wanted to go to a party. He wants to put himself out there. Yeah. Um, okay. We also see in the background this proposal for, for uh, uh, the guy is like in a TV, which I think is. Some weird 80s reference that I don't understand. Like I don't, I don't remember the visuals enough. Yeah, he like has a TV around his head. And I tried to look it up, and I think there's some show or something where that was a thing. But I don't know it, actually. So I don't remember the scene enough to tell you. No. Um, okay. And then there's, as they're walking through the school, we also see another promposal in the background. And they open umbrellas that say prom. And I don't know if that's an 80s reference at all. I, I, I'm sure they both are 80s references. It's like umbrellas? What is that about? Uh, singing in the Rain's pre-80s, I think. Yeah, a little bit. definitely yeah. is. So I have no idea what the umbrellas are about. Did if this you, umbrella come out in the 80s? No. <laughs> if you know of an 80s umbrella reference, please let us know. It might just be a generic proposal. Mm. Which, come on, go with the theme. So then Manny asks Ben, she's like, all right, tell me everything you know about Graham. And he's like, all right, well, he plays basketball. He's on a basketball team. And they're like, okay, well, then there's some gaps we need to fill. They really don't know anything about Graham. So then Charles and Zenobia. Yeah, this is really a half-baked plan at this point. (laughs) Yeah, it is. Charles and Zenobia come up. And they're like, oh, my God, Mandy, we're so sorry that you didn't get into Harvard. We already ordered an edible arrangement for you, which is awesome. Um, and then Manny's like, you know what? It's okay. Actually, what I need from you guys is tell me everything you know about Grant. And they're like, well, he's probably going to go to this party tonight that all the seniors are going to. Except you two, obviously. Except for you two, because you're lamos. They don't say that. They're friends. Um, and then Zanob, which is apparently her nickname. Oh. Yeah. Or Zanob, probably. Or just someone, an actor forgot her character's name. No. Or you just wrote it as shorthand. No, they actually, because at this point I didn't know her name, and he specifically said Zenob, which her name is Zenobia. <laughs> like, it's, it's short for her name. Um, 
She's like, they have AP psych together, and he she heard him asking the teacher for extra credit. So Mandy is like, okay, I have a plan. We're going to go to the party. I'll offer to tutor him for free. I'll gain his trust, and then I'll ask for the letter. Boom. Easy. So they go to the party. Um, They, like, knock on the door and open it up, and they're like, who invited the party virgins? Which I think probably in the moment I thought this was another joke about him being a virgin. But they specifically say party virgin. Yeah. So it's fine. And I think you said they awkwardly showed up, went and let the door open and just stood there for a bit. Knocked on the door, which it's a huge party. You probably just don't need to knock. They ring the doorbell. Yeah. It's like dude, they don't know how to act at a party. Not that I really do either because I did not go to parties. But I know that's not it. Um. Okay. Yeah, just. Talk to everyone about where's Graham. <laughs> nope. Um, so they split up to go find Graham, but then Ben sees Latoya talking with a group of people, and uh he like kind of interjects in the conversation. It's so awkward. It's really awkward. And he makes a little joke that like Latoya laughs at, but it's still really awkward. Um, she's running like a gardening building thing tomorrow for the cheerleaders and the basketball team. And she's complaining that nobody's going to show up because they're all getting drunk tonight. They're getting hammered. They're getting hammered, right. That, she, she doesn't say drunk. She says, like, trash. Yeah. Hammered. Yeah. That, they're, yeah. They're just going to be too tired. They're staying up late at a party. Yeah. And they're going to get hammered, and then they can't swing a hammer. Right. So yeah. they do say hammered. Yeah, that was the joke he said. Um, it was hilarious. So he's super awkward, and Latoya, like, maybe finds him cute? I don't know. It looked like at this point she was kind of annoyed with him. She didn't even notice her laughing, did she? She did laugh at the hammer joke. Okay. Yeah. Um, And then throughout the rest of the party, for what we see for Ben, is he, like, starts collecting everybody's cups and Mm -hmm. throwing them away. And they're red solo cups. They are. I was expecting, like, blue solo cups, because this is a Disney Channel movie. So then we get Mandy going through the party looking for Graham. Um, She sees a guy in a karate kid outfit in the bathroom, and he says, like, Erica, you want to kick it with me at prom? Karate kid. Karate kid, yeah. Um, And then she walks in on two boys making out, slash maybe this was a blowjob. I think it's a blowjob. The head positioning was blowjob. Mm. You rewatched the scene. We didn't rewatch the I scene. I rewatched the scene. But I, and, had, I, I had the same interpretation as like at least three other people which from it, that. It looks like an implied blowjob to me. To me, like his head pops up immediately. Like it's there's not like even really a second before yeah. his head pops up. And then the other guy's head pops up like the same Head position. That's it's a weird guy. argument that we're having. Yeah. Singles. We don't know that. We don't know their body types. Yeah. But yeah. Anyway. Anything. She sees the first guy and she's like, "Is Graham here?" And he goes, "I wish." And then the other guy pops up and goes, "Hey, is they're gay." Yeah. yeah. They're like, "Oh my god." There are multiple gay characters in this film. Are they characters? Not really. And then they um. There's at least one. Yes, there's at least one. But then uh, Mandy literally goes like, oh, sorry, like, I'm an ally. Like, and then they continue to make out. Whatever. Yeah, she literally she says, I'm, she, I did not yeah. hear her say that. She literally says, sorry, I'm an ally. Yeah. <laughs> Why? Because she's oh, like, oh my God, no. don't worry. I, I'm not offended that you guys are making out in here. <laughs> I'm not offended that you're giving a blowjob. I'm an ally. <laughs> okay, Mandy. Yeah. That's. 
Oh, I also realized that the background music during this like little montage is a song that goes, Wow, you can really dance. Wow, you can really dance. No. You should recognize that. It's a song on TikTok. And then everything's an 80s song. But then it goes like, He went, she went, they said, We've both been dancing all this time. What a coincidence. Oh, what's a pun? Yeah. No, it, was, it was a sound on TikTok that I found funny. So I, I like that that was the yeah. background song. Oh, no. Yeah. So it's like 2017. Yeah. Oh, yeah it was okay. just 80s music yeah. in this movie. Yeah. They do have a good a bit, but it's. That's, Shins wasn't the 80s? Nope. Um, okay. So the nanny's like, she's had it, right? She starts yelling at this guy. She's like, Graham Lansing, I'm looking for him. He's a Neanderthal whose only forms of communication are grunts and go bulldogs. And then everyone's quiet, right? They all hear She's been, her. She was yelling this in a loud party. Yeah, like the music turns off and Graham is right behind her and there's a pause and she's like, oh, fuck. And then he goes, go Bulldogs. That is the best way to get out of it if you're Graham. Yeah. I want to say that Just is like own it. good social intelligence move right there. He's very socially intelligent. He's the most popular guy and he's like very charismatic. They do the right thing in making the most popular guy a charismatic person, unlike a lot of other DCOMs. Where they make the most popular person, normally a girl, when in there, someone that exclusively does mean things to people. Yeah, if it's a girl, they're mean. If it's a guy, he's usually dumb. Mm-hmm. And that's just kind of the stereotypes. But yeah. like, Graham is really charismatic. Is Graham a himbo? No. No, he's too smart, I think. I mean, he's smart. He, he's not getting smart. a B plus. He's socially smart. Maybe in the 80s. He's not. He's not. I, I, feel, I feel like he is definitionally a himbo, but he doesn't feel like a himbo. Because he's getting a tutor and like that's part of the whole plot here and he feels academically not successful. Yeah. That's like a whole part of his plot. But a lot of it too is like revealed that it's his dad's trauma and his dad always saying you're not good enough. But he has a lot of potential there. Like he has potential to be smart. And he's very socially smart. So, so yeah. Uh, let us know. <laughs> let us know if Graham's yes. a himbo. They really want. He's really. They he's, really want fan mail. He's no coog. Like Graham isn't going around saying stupid stuff all the time. Unlike the coog, who is just always saying dumb shit. Yeah. You know. So that makes me think he's not him. Anyway, um, they're leaving, and Mandy's like, "It's all over." And Ben's like, "You know what, though? Uh, Latoya mentioned this like gardening thing tomorrow morning, and Graham's probably going to be there because he's the captain." And so maybe it's not over. And she's like, you talked to Latoya Reynolds? And he's like, well, yeah, eh, whatever. Oh, my God. So then we cut to the next scene and we see the Space Needle. It, they're in Seattle, get it? Because it's a Space Needle. Yeah. Um, so they're at the gardening building and Mandy is struggling with a nail gun. And she hears a guy going, you want help? And at first she starts to say, I don't need a man's help. And then she sees Graham. And she goes, yes, please, because she wants to talk to Graham. And Graham hooks it up actually to like the air compressor because you need that for a nail gun to work. And then it starts working. He doesn't know how to do a tool. So she goes like, not too bad for a Neanderthal, huh? So Mandy starts to apologize. And she's like, so I heard you're in AP Psych with my friend Zenobia. And at first he's like, no, I'm not. And she's like, you don't have this teacher. He's like, oh, yeah, I do. Is it third period? She's like, yeah. And she's like, oh, I guess I do have it with her. Like, He's just not good with names. No. And she offers to tutor him since she took the class last year. And at first he goes like, nah, I'm good. So she starts to convince him. And then he goes like, what's the catch? 
because, you know, she obviously wants something. Um, he's like, you've never talked to me until now. And now all of a sudden you're like crashing parties and coming into the gardening thing. That's for like the basketball team or whatever. Like what, what is going on? Like we've never talked. It's very suspicious. And he goes, do you want like a selfie with me or something? And she's like, no, there's no catch. I'm just like a nice person trying to do a nice thing. There is a catch. There is, but she's not telling him. Man, I guess I'm hoping this lie that starts a relationship doesn't haunt them. It doesn't really. And then at the car, Mandy shows Ben that Graham took a selfie, like on her phone or sent her a selfie or something. And she's like, whatever, but uh, I'm in. I'm his tutor now. And they're like, woo. And then she teases Ben more about uh, liking Latoya Reynolds. So then in the library, Mandy and Graham start tutoring. And then this little bit where she's like, you're five minutes late. And Graham's like, that's it? That's not that bad. And honestly, it's not that bad. <laughs> like, I mean, maybe, I don't know how long this period is. Well, I don't know. It might be after school. I don't know. I don't know. Um, okay. Mandy has a Save the Bees shirt on that he points out. This comes back later. Um, then some girls like take pictures of Graham in the library and he's like, oh, that's just a freshman girls taking pictures of me. It's a little game they play where they take pictures. It's a cool. very funny game and yeah. I don't get the point of it and it doesn't come back. No, it's just he's popular. Get it? Um, and then there's another proposal and it's the breakfast club theme uh, where they're doing the little dance, you know, that they mm-hmm. do the breakfast club. And uh Graham starts recording it because it's a cute little promposal. He loves promposals. Yeah, and she's like, do you, like, know those guys? And he's like, no, I don't know them. I just, you know, I like the content. Like, it's fun little promposal. It's fun. And Manny's like, on, you know, on that note, like, does Jody even like the Ghostbusters? And he's like, I don't know. And she's like, shouldn't the promposal, like, be about the girl and her interests? Tell feminist. I disagree with Mandy on this because the theme is 80s and they're just having fun with the theme, you know? I think it's better, bigger to have fun with the theme. If it can be something that matters to them, that's better. That's not a requirement. Yeah. yeah. Like, I think she needs to chill a little bit. Uh, all right. So then Ben is in line to get prom tickets and Latoya Reynolds is selling the tickets because she's class president. This makes sense. Um... And he's like, I need two tickets. And she goes, all right, two tickets for Ben Plunkett. And he says it. And she's like, I know your name, Ben. And he's like, oh, my God, what? You know my name? And he's like, yeah, we, like, did a group project together. We've been in the same class. And he's just, like, so flustered that she knows who he is. And she's like, do you even know Do you know my name? And he's like, of course I do. Of course. And she's like, but he's not saying it. She's like, you don't even know my name. <laughs> he's like yes I do you're Latoya Reynolds of course I know your name um, and it's just kind of awkward and flirty but she seems to kind of be into it she is way less awkward than he is yeah. and it really doesn't feel balanced at all the entire movie all of their interactions had me covering my eyes <laughs> I think it's cute it can be cute and cringy at the same time yeah. and that's definitely what this is they are very he's very cringy yeah he not really being cringe back makes it even more cringy than if they were both cringe together. Mm-hmm. So then back to tutoring, uh, Graham is just not paying attention to what Mandy's saying. And he's like, if you just keep talking at me like the teacher does, like, I'm going to get antsy. 
because obviously he's not learning this stuff and the best way for him to learn isn't just to be talked at um she like insults him but then she goes wait i'm sorry like let's start over so then she takes him to the basketball court to like teach him while he moves around because if he's gonna get antsy it's better to like redirect the energy into something else and it'll help him listen more and it works so then we get a little montage and bad guys playing in the background and mandy's teaching him while he plays basketball um also they mentioned that like he's learning psychology things and they say the stereotype threat is where someone does worse academically because they're told they're not good enough and graham goes dang that one cuts deep thanks dad yikes (laughs) it's fun i obviously did psych as a major so it's fun hearing some concepts of stuff that like i studied this is all psych terms there's nothing blatantly incorrect about what they're learning that's good so then he gets an 88 on his quiz and he like hugs Mandy in the hallway. So yeah, things are going well. And we see another promposal of the guy like holding the boom box above his head. Scene from Say Anything. Yeah, that's what it is. And Graham whispers to Mandy like, I bet that girl doesn't even like John Cusack. So they're like kind of becoming friends now. I think in the film, those two don't get together. No, I've heard that, like the film is actually pretty problematic. Is what I've heard about Say Anything. I've never watched it, but everybody knows that scene of John Cusack holding up the boombox. All right. So after the montage ended, Graham's like, "Now I'm going to teach you how to shoot a basketball." And he's like, "The uh, way we teach shooting a free throw is beef. It stands for balance, eyes, elbow, and follow through." And he's like. Sorry if that offends you as a vegetarian. And she's like, how'd you know I was vegetarian? And he's like, I assumed. It fits her character. <laughs> she's very tropey. Um, so Mandy's very bad at shooting at first, but then he coaches her through it. And then he go he goes like, Do I have permission to touch your arm? And he's getting all closer. I'm like, oh my god, consent king. And there's a lot of like chemistry. Oh my god, I eat this stuff up. It's funny that he's getting teaching how to do a free throw and doing like all the elbow balance and everything about that. When it is scientifically proven that the best way to shoot a free throw is actually granny style, <laughs> where you do two hands between your legs and throw. Does them. it that way? Because NBA players don't think it's cool and like at a, that high of level, it's only going to increase by a couple percent. But like there were professional NBA players doing granny style. <laughs> there are like NBA players, not anymore right now, but it probably will be again in our lifetime. Do you know what Granny is an acronym for? Um, <laughs> grandiose art, um, narcissism. You have to think to yourself wait, so that, that wait, you can R do it. The R? R? No, that's R. Is that the R? Was that the A? The R is R. <laughs> oh my God. The A is aim. Sorry. And N is narcissism. You have to believe that you can make it. Uh-huh. Um, N again. N is the end of the ball. You have to hold it with the end of your fingers. What? Um, and why? then Y is just yuck it up there. Yeah. All Perfect. Right. So then he goes, um, if you make this, I'll ace my test. And then she makes it. So he aces his test. No. Does well, we get like a 90 something? We don't find out. I think he doesn't he say it. He got an 88 earlier. Oh, uh, well, I'm sorry. We don't know how he does on the test. Probably uh-huh. pretty good. Got he it. aced it. We know. And then he she's like, You're a good coach. And he's like, Yeah, I better be. I coach at the rec center. 
I coach like nine-year-olds in basketball and he's like you should come with me so then they go to the rec center to coach and Mandy is playing with the kids and she's not very good and so it's kind of funny and then she blocks one of Graham's shots and like celebrates all over I'm like wow I got you um and then at the end of practice Graham is like hey you guys did such a good job today and just for that, if I make this shot, I'll bring donuts next practice. Which is really funny because it's nothing they can influence. And if he misses, he just is going to be like, I'm going to bring donuts anyways. Yeah. Because otherwise it's just sad. He's just like making himself look cool, honestly, in front of the kids. And then he makes a half court shot. No one can do that with the consistency high enough to be guaranteed. Yeah. That's NBA, like basketball shooter of all time, Steph Curry. And like, no, he couldn't do this with ease, half court. Guaranteed. No, I think he got lucky. Like, but like the fact that he's like, I'm gonna do it, and then he does it. It's just out of annoyance. He has the confidence to make it even cooler. Yeah, I forgot it. that's the N in grannies. It's a narcissist. Yeah, it does. Um, and then Mandy's talking to one of the kids, and uh, she mentions that Mandy's the only girl he's ever brought to this. So it's like, well, she's different. Okay. So then at school, Mandy tells Ben that she's going to Graham's house on Friday to tutor him. And Ben's like, that's our date night. And she's like, yeah, well, let's just like skip the book part. And he's like, okay, well, as long as we can still see the movie, then it'll be fine. Um, And then he jokes that she might have to go to Brown. And she's like, don't even joke about that. <laughs> as if Brown's an awful school. You know Brown. I mean? Yeah, I know. Did, did Brown do anything to Disney? <laughs> <laughs> they didn't accept Walt Disney. Uh, I guess. Know. Walt Disney wrote this movie. Yeah, right? yeah, he did. Yeah. It is a Disney original movie. Yeah. Wow. Not Disney Channel. This was Disney. No, Disney. It's a yeah. Walt Disney classic. Yeah. Compact. Well, like this is in the Disney vault of scripts. It's the like they have hundreds of scripts that Walt Disney wow. himself wrote that they Disney. just pull out. Walt Disney uh foresaw selfies. Yeah, Walt Disney, like, apparently him being anti-Semitic and kind of a terrible person in real life is just, you well, know what? He made some scripts that are more progressive later. There were no Jewish people in this movie that we know of. Good point. Good yeah. point. So then. <laughs> we're just not going to comment on that. Trying to move this along. Okay, fair. Uh, Mandy gets to Graham's big fancy house and the mom answers the door and she's like, thank you, Mandy, for being his tutor. And then Graham's at the top of the stairs without a shirt. And the mom's like, what the heck? Put on a shirt. And Mandy's all flustered because he doesn't have a shirt. It is weird he doesn't have a shirt. Yeah. No, he should have. He wants to show off. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Mandy. But she's like, sorry about that. Like, and we learned that she has four boys. So Graham has three brothers. Um, And then she leaves to answer the phone. And Mandy starts looking at this achievement wall. And she sees that, you know, so her she sees that Graham's brothers have a bunch of like academic achievements like they go to Harvard whatever um Graham comes and he's like yeah I don't have anything on the achievement wall just this fifth grade like graduation which what a yikes yeah and she's like that's bad parenting what about all your like basketball trophies and you won homecoming king whatever and apparently the dad doesn't think those count for the wall they're not actual achievements they're just popularity contests and silly games and Manny's like he's literally a senator like he's, he also played basketball he's like he he literally his job was winning a popularity contest and Graham's like yeah that's what I said but he doesn't see it that way 
So I might be misremembering this, but I feel like his fifth grade uh, graduation was also on a different wall. It was. From that well, main wall. That main wall had all their achievements, and there was one wall with just his picture I on think, it. I think each boy gets their own section of the wall. And his was that his, whole corner. Oh, so it was just a whole... He, they, they put it on a different corner. Everyone else was on, like, this He's the wall fourth, segment. He's the fourth boy. Like, he can't fit. The wall probably wasn't big enough to fit four, so they, like, put him on the side. And it wouldn't look weird if it was filled with stuff, but it's just that one frame. Yeah. So then they're out, like, in the backyard. There's a, there's a basketball hoop. Um, and they talk about their parents. And Graham's like, yeah, my mom's easy to get along with, but my dad's never pleased. I only took this AP class because I wanted to impress him. Um, and then they start, like, asking questions to each other and passing the ball as this like cute little thing and they talk about like your favorite movie or whatever and your first kiss and blah 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 and then they're like getting closer and closer to each other and he and he says do you think I was just a dumb jock before this and she goes yes and she goes did you know who I was before this and he says no and then they're like right up close to each other and he goes why'd you offer to tutor me because do you think she would have told in this situation if no. not called Nope, nope, she was not. I do not believe she was going to say it. But then the mom calls him in, so she doesn't have to. But I fully believe she was going to lie about it. I feel him. like there is a point in this relationship, and it's right around here, where she could have said, the reason I started talking to you was because I wanted your father to give, like, help me get into Harvard. But I do think my opinions of you have changed a lot. And I am realizing a lot of my own biases came out in this way. I, I feel know. like I feel like there's I, I a dialogue think, I think, there. I think she could have said it at that moment, and it would have worked out fine. You know, no. They're not too deep in yeah. where everything's based because on a lie. Suspicious of her the entire time. Yeah. I don't know. It probably. I don't think their relationship would have really progressed as it did if she said that. So well, it would be. It would be different. Yeah. Her relationship but, barely progressed. What do you mean? This. They literally like kiss. That's true. What do you mean it doesn't progress? It it does progress. I I meant that like they they don't have many interactions between this and them kissing. I mean they they do though. They like okay. go to the whole. Thing I didn't rewatch the movie. Yeah. So okay, so the mom calls him in and Graham offers Mandy to stay for dinner and she's like yes and he's like oh only if you want to and she's like yes I do want you to if you want me to he's like yes I do want you to. <laughs> so yeah it's yeah it's very uh, uncomfortable awkward. Pretty and it's cute. I put like, my hands over my eyes and was like, oh no. <laughs> so then Mandy texts Ben that she has to bail on the movie and he already got the tickets. So he, she's like, I'm sorry, it's for my future. Can you return them? And he's like, oh, fine, like I'll try. Um, so then he gets in line to return the tickets and he sees Latoya standing in front of him and he, and he like he screams her name and she like is startled, like, oh what? Um, and they talk and she's like, oh yeah, I'm seeing this movie and not going to a party. And it's cause Michael B. Jordan's in it mm-hmm. and wherever he goes, she goes. She is very into Michael B. Jordan. Yeah. Yeah. And he's like, oh my gosh, I have an extra ticket for that movie if you want to use it. But also like no pressure at all. So like, it's not like a date or anything. And he's being very awkward. He's like, we don't even have to sit next to each other. And she's like, I, like, I'd love to. And we can sit next to each other. And he goes, okay, good, because the seats were assigned. <laughs> he, is, he is very awkward. Yeah, he is very awkward. Um, okay, so then at the family dinner, 
Um, the reason Mandy really wanted to go is because the dad was supposed to be there. But then the mom's like, sorry, dad can make the dinner after all because he's like schmoozing some people. It's a re-election season and a donor wanted dinner, so you just have to do it. Yep. Um, so then they start talking like, oh, Mandy, where do you want to go to college? She's like, I want to go to Harvard. And she's like, this is really awesome, Professor, Professor Downs. And the mom's like, oh, my God, I know her. She's awesome. And so they bond over that. And then Mandy mentions that she's waitlisted. And the mom's like, well, you know, my husband went to Harvard. And Mandy goes, oh, no, I did not know that. Why did you say you didn't know that? It's like you were talking about it earlier as being public well knowledge. Yeah. Say yes. And that, I think this I just hurts that. her at any point of coming out with a lie. Which that's just it's a misplay. This situation to say you didn't know that she's and this is why too I think it's Mandy more for Graham to get it's more um justified for Graham to get angry because he's like, You played me so hard. You made me even think that you didn't know my dad went to Harvard, but the whole time you did. Mm-hmm. So like, yeah. Um so the mom says you should come to this fundraiser we're doing next week to meet him. And Graham is like, oh, she probably doesn't want to. But she goes, yes, yes, I would love to because she wants to meet the dad. Yep. All right. So then after the movie, it's Ben and LaToya. Um, LaToya is like, I want Michael B. Jordan in every single movie ever. And they like are flirting or whatever. She's like, put him in old movies and remake them and have the only difference be randomly insert Michael B. Jordan into the cast. Put him in Titanic. (laughs) Like, they're... (laughs) Just imagine if we did that as a society where we just took one actor, started remaking all movies and putting them in. Like, we did that with The Muppets. All decoms. Yeah. Who does Michael B. Jordan play in each decom? Uh, We got to go through all 115 of them. So, um, in Under Wraps, he's the mummy. We're going in order. Okay. Well, second. I don't even know. Second's you lucky dog. He's, He's the, dog. the dog. Yeah, this is gonna be great. That's a bad casting. Okay. I haven't seen that movie, but isn't there someone who like I don't remember? It's not a good movie. No, it's not. All right. So anyway, back to this movie. <laughs> um. So they're at Latoya's car. And she's like, don't you and Mandy usually get waffles after the movie? And he's like, yeah. And then she starts saying, like, do you want to? But then he goes, see you at school. And he shakes her hand instead of going to waffles with her. And it's, oh, oh, he missed his chance. Which maybe would have been a little weird because that's him him and Mandy's thing. Mm-mm. But, yeah. He he went regretted immediately. Yeah, he's like, Mandy's like, you turned her down. She would have been okay with it. But that's also a thing where it's a character trait of his where he thinks things I do with Mandy are exclusively for Mandy yeah. and I can't change that. He's that's very a character loyal. flaw the film like will bring up and say, you yeah. need to break off of Mandy a bit. Yeah, he's very loyal to her. So he says no. Well, he just says like, see, it's cool. He shakes her hand. And then he starts running full sprint down the street. And I didn't catch this first time because we were talking, but he goes like, You're running. running. He's making it worse. <laughs> It's really funny. <laughs> oh, okay. So then Graham walks Mandy to her car after dinner. And he says that he's happy that Mandy's going to the fundraiser. And then his dad will be impressed that she's a Harvard girl, even though she's just a Harvard hopeful. 
Um, and he's like, yeah, my dad didn't let me apply to Harvard, even though I would have been accepted on a basketball scholarship because I'm a legacy. That, yeah, something I want to mention here as the sports guy. Yeah. That is somewhat like, I don't know exactly how legacy is going to work on that in terms of getting him into the college, but the Ivy League and Harvard's in the Ivy League is actually pretty particular still about admissions to like the Ivy League universities for athletic scholarships mm. where they do not lower admission standards that much to add you to an athletics team. They probably don't care as much about athletics. The truth is you have to, the baseline window for a school like Harvard is actually not crazy, crazy high, but it is still quite high. So a lot of people can get in that. If you're in sports, you can turn a mediocre resume within that like floor, if you're above the floor and get in, but you can't if you're below that floor. Yeah. But I don't know with legacy, maybe he could just get in anyways. Yeah. But his dad doesn't want him at Harvard because he says he'll be an embarrassment. Yikes. Yikes. That's a bad. Oh, he's a bad. He's a bad guy. And Manny's like, that sucks. You should have done it anyway. Like, you don't have to live your life for his approval. And she goes, sorry, like, you didn't ask for my opinion. And he goes, no, I like hearing your opinion. And they say goodbye, and he's like, don't miss me too much. Ah, uh, he's cute. Okay, so then uh, Ben's at this, like, clothing shop, and he's trying on all these lame jackets because he wants to look, like, 80s, right? Because it's an 80s prom. And... Uh, the jackets were that lame. They were... The first one he has on was ugly, but... Then Ruth, the shop runner, says he has, like, lady shoulders. I don't know. Manny shows up and is like, yeah, let's find you a better jacket and they have like a clothing montage honestly this part of the movie is not necessary at all but it's there yeah it's mm-hmm. it's one of the most filler parts of the movie and i feel like this movie doesn't have a lot of filler i think it's just establishing that like they're looking for 80s clothes for the prom so that comes back later so all right um at school there's another promposal it's back to the future and it's the two guys that were doing the blowjob thing great scott Will you go to prom with me? Whatever. Back Honestly, it's one of the least inspired ones. There's a lot you can do in that movie. Dressed up. Yeah. It's cute. Okay, Mandy records the proposal and sends it to Graham. Like, she's like, I know how much you like proposals. And then he sends a selfie back. He's like, I know how much you like my selfies. So they're like flirting. Um, and then Ben comes up and he's like, what should we do on Saturday? Uh, I think we should go to the Olive Garden. She's like, what? And he's like, yeah, my birthday's on Saturday. And Oof. she goes, oh, my gosh, the fundraiser is on Saturday. Oh, my God. Mandy's not a good friend this whole movie. She's like, let's just do Friday night. And he says, no, I'm going to go see my grandpa at the retirement home on Friday. It has to be Saturday. Maybe they could do Sunday, but apparently not. Yeah, Sunday's the holy day. You got to rest. <laughs> Can't go to the Olive Garden on Sunday. Um, I like too that he's like, let's like be fancy and go to the Olive Garden. <laughs> That's where we're going after this. And, yeah, we're having a celebratory dinner for me because I got a promotion at work, and I'm like, honestly, I want to go to Olive Garden, and it feels very fitting with prom pact. So that's what we're doing. Um, okay, so Manny's like, I'm so sorry, but you can still go with Charles and Zenobia on saturday and he's like no they have a band competition thing like yeah remember they were in band yeah they're in band 
not that important, but yeah. Whoa. And Ben's like, I can't go to the Olive Garden by myself on my birthday. That's humiliating. Which it is. And it's looks like his parents won't even go with him. I, we don't know anything about his parents. He might work nights or something. Yeah, it sucks. He may live alone. I don't yeah. think he does. I mean, he does. I feel so bad for him. Um, but Manny, like, she apologized again. She's like, I'm so sorry, but, like, I have to do this because it's Harvard. And then she, uh, she suggests inviting Latoya Reynolds since they just went to the movie together. And he's like, no. But then they see Latoya walking and she calls him. She calls her over. She goes, Latoya Reynolds. They all go, always go, Latoya Reynolds. Latoya Reynolds. Ah, ah. They always shout it, too. Yeah. It's never just Latoya Reynolds. Um, and she's like, Ben wants to ask you something. And Ben is like, yes, I want to ask you something. First off, I like your puffy shirt. Which it is Phoenix cute. She's like, thanks. Um, and he's like, I'm having a birthday dinner. He's first up, he says this like super bad. Like he's so awkward. But he's like, I'm having a birthday dinner. Um, if you at the Olive Garden on Saturday, if you want to come to my birthday dinner. And she says yes. She goes, What time? And he goes, Anytime. <laughs> well, what works with you? Yeah. So hooray. And he doesn't mention that it's just gonna be them too. Yeah, it makes it seem like it's a group thing. Yeah, because you're like, it's my birthday dinner. But I'm sure, like, they clarify it later. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. Like, Latoya wants to go. We're good. Okay. So then it it's Saturday, and they're at the supermarket. Ben is working on his birthday. Aw. Maybe he likes working there when Kyle's not there insulting him. <laughs> there this time. Kyle's not there. Fucking Kyle. Fucking 14-year-old. Um. So Mandy, like, is like, and she buys him a bunch of stuff. And this is where, like, the one-use plastic water bottle thing comes in. I think you mentioned you didn't like that. No, I don't like that she then drinks out of a one, uh, a one-use plastic water bottle later in the movie. It's because she's, like, grown. She's like, there's more important things. I need to let loose a little bit. <laughs> grown, I now think that I should use I should it's a lot of plastic. source of that's, water. Yeah, I think that's, that's more like a... only source of water? At the prom, yeah. I guess. She but yeah, to bring a she, right now though. she is basically like, I'm buying you this stuff. And he's like, you're not yes. buying it for yourself, obviously. This is single-use plastic. And she's like, yeah, I would never do that. Yeah, it's for you. I just think it's weird that she then uses single-use plastic later on. Yeah, so she's like, I'm so sorry I'm missing your dinner tonight. So at least, like, she hasn't just completely blown him off. She's like, I'm going to buy you stuff. Like, I'm really sorry I'm not going to your dinner. Um, Like, is there anything else you want me to get you? And he's like, get me a Harvard letter so I can get my best friend back. and he's like you're right that was too far um and she's like no i deserve it but hey like you're going out with latoya reynolds that's so exciting um and then at the supermarket we see the dirty dancing promposal where he's doing the patrick swayze dance and i'm like oh my god is he gonna lift her up but he lifts up a teddy bear like a big teddy bear with the white dress on and it's really cute so that's how i'd want to be promposed to with, notes. <laughs> with the 80s theme i want to do that at my wedding but we have to learn the choreography of course we have to do it right you know mm-hmm. all right so we're transitioning to the next scene and there's another space needle shot <gasps> guys this movie's in seattle i've just figured it out i did forget <laughs> um mandy's getting ready for the fundraiser she has this like black lacy dress that's like little see-through, but not in like a scandalous way. It's just very lacy. It's cute. And she's like, where should I put my phone? And her purse doesn't match her dress. And so and she doesn't have pockets. 
So she's like, you know what? I'm going to leave my phone behind. Bad choice. I'm sure her mom probably has a purse or something she could use. Apparently her jacket doesn't have pockets either. Also, I don't think the purse looked that bad with the dress. It, it was the purse is like run down. Yeah. And kind of raggedy and her dress is very fancy. It, it, honestly, the purse would not look good. It's better than not bringing your phone. Though. I know. She needs to bring her phone. I'll just carry it. Like, I don't know. I don't know. She tried. She put it she in, her. in her boob and it didn't look good. So. Okay. So then Graham is like at the house talking with Mandy's parents and the dad's showing him like all the One Direction stuff she has, whatever. And they show him the like risky business photo where she's a kid and she's dressed in like the risky business, like long shirt and socks and your underwear or whatever, you know? Bam, 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 bam. Yeah. When you dance, mm-hmm. Tom Cruise. That's it's, Tom Cruise, right? I believe so. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Um, and then the dad goes, have her back by two. And they're like, what? And he goes, oh, three. <laughs> and then Mandy goes, he'll have me back by midnight. And they leave. And the mom's like, really? Who? <laughs> and he's like, she's never been on a date before. How am I supposed to know? <laughs> So, yeah, 2 a.m. is too late to bring the daughter back, probably. Yeah, it's a little late. <laughs> yeah. She's 18. She's 18, though. Yeah. yeah. And she's never been out before, so he's like, just go have fun. Don't have to bring her back at all. <laughs> Stay over. So then they're going to the car, and Mandy's, like, apologizing for her parents, but Graham is like, no, I love how they're, like, so proud of you for everything, because his family home's broken. <laughs> his dad's awful. Um, and then she's like, have you thought about college more? And Graham's like, my dad's choice for me is UT. So you're saying it's probably Texas? If if I, from my knowledge of colleges across the country, I'm looking at UT, UT, UT would very, most likely be University of Texas, Austin. I just searched UT college and it says University of Texas at Austin. So, so But it also shows University of Tennessee at the next Tennessee weekend. would be there too. But Tennessee, Tennessee is more commonly called Tennessee. Okay. And U- the University of Utah. Texas is called Texas. But UT is more often. Okay. Um, yeah. So his dad wants him to go to UT. He says it's respectable yet attainable public Ivy. Is public Ivy a thing? Um, there are public Ivy, like theoretical. There's a lot of colleges that tout themselves as high scale academic schools the university of texas is a good academic school it is widely regarded as a good school nice um i don't know how good compared to some other colleges but like it is considered a good school yeah i don't know what public ivy just means it's probably a public it's probably school. just good yeah like a good all the school. all the ivy league schools are private yeah okay so let me get a short little scene at the olive garden um ben's waiting around and then latoya shows up and he goes latoya reynolds um and she's like oh my god you always say my name like that and he's like yeah i'm just like i'm excited that you're here and then they like go get a table so that's also happening i found the list of public ivies if you want to hear it do i (laughs) but it is a thing like all i want to know is that it's a thing it is a thing and university of texas is on it university of tennessee on there no university of utah no University of Tampa. No. I think we can safely say it's University of Texas. It's Williams and Mary, 
California, Miami University. We already talked about it so much. You can cut this out. I don't care. You're the editor. University of Michigan. How many of these University are there? Of North Carolina. Is it like 30? There are eight. Oh, okay. University of Texas, University of Virginia, and University of Vermont. Okay. Vermont has a T in it. I'm so glad I know this now. You're welcome. <laughs> okay, so they get to the fundraiser, and it's very fancy. Mm-hmm. And Graham is like, I'm going to try and avoid conversation because it's boring. It's like this whole thing. And he he takes her to slow dance. And she's like, no, I don't want to slow dance because, as we know, she hates slow dancing almost as much as she hates the gender wage gap. And you know she doesn't like the gender wage gap. Yes. And he's like, come on, just pretend it's 1D because she likes one direction. He learned a couple things about her. Yeah. He knows her. And then they they start dancing and they flirt more. And um, he's like, so when you look back at high school, what will be your biggest regret? And she says, getting a 94 in P.E. that cost me Val Victorian. Yikes. That is a pretty big regret. That's a pretty big regret. I got an A- minus in like sixth grade P.E. And I still remember that. Yeah. I mean, obviously, yeah. like, yeah. Yeah. I didn't. It was my only A- minus that that trimester. It's annoying when Jim gives you a bad grade. I always did good in gym, so I don't know what everyone's talking about. Jim is just all about participation. And I like sports. Yeah. yeah. I think I complained about my team once and then we proceeded to give up like baseball. We proceeded to never hit a baseball. And I complained about my team before we started. I was like, ah, these teams are unbalanced. And then our team literally never hit a baseball the entire game. Dang. So I, I was right, but I think they gave me an A minus. Mm-hmm. I didn't get an A minus until I was a senior because <laughs> it was like AP in college's classes. So they got mm-hmm. harder and I got an A minus, but it's okay because with a weighted GPA, it was over 4.0 because it was like AP in college. Mm. Um, unweighted, it was a 3.9. Oh, you have a weighted GPA. We had both. Like, we also had both. I think yeah. everyone has both if they have weighted. Yeah. We didn't have a valid. But our main GPA was normal GPA. Is normal weighted or unweighted? Not unweighted. Okay. That's what I like was official on there, but we had weighted on there as well, which was better for like me because I wasn't getting straight A's, but yes. I was taking advanced classes. Yeah. And GPA really matters because you can brag about it to people. Exactly. Right. So I'm like either 3.9 or if you want to go weighted over 4.0. Mm. I don't I've, know the exact, but it was, I used to lord over one of my friends that I was one class rank above her. So <laughs> <laughs> exactly one. Nice. You're just like, yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm better than I you. I am slightly better than you at academics. Hey, it could be a large gap that just no one fills no, in. No, I think it was like 0.94 and like 0.94 something. <laughs> All right. So then Graham says his biggest regret, he thought it would be like missing some important basketball shot, but now it's not getting a tutor sooner. And she's like, do lines like that usually work for you? And he's like, I don't know. I've never needed a line before. Usually people just come at me with their expectations. But with you, it's different. Oh, my God. You're dip. She's not like the other girls. And then she says, is it a good different? And he says, it's definitely good. And then they kiss. They, they, they make out. Yes. Like yeah, fully. they're making out. It's I not know. a pack. It's a full smooth. Um, and then he goes, you still thinking about that 94? And she goes, a little. You should probably kiss me one more time. Um, I regret still the 94, but a mm-hmm. little more tongue next. <laughs> Maybe a little more tongue. Okay. Um, so now we're back at the Olive Garden date. Ben says, because Latoya's like, why'd you go to that party? And Ben's like, oh, 
Um, I just like felt like maybe the authentic high school experience was passing me by. So I wanted to put myself out there. Which he doesn't mention the whole Harvard thing. Because of course he doesn't. Um, but he's like, I think I'm realizing that parties aren't really for me. And Latoya's like, I don't think they're really for me either. So, yeah. And then they like cheers their breadsticks. He's taking a bite of his and she hasn't hers. So he's kind of just doing an open bite like breadstick on her breadstick. And I don't know why that was funny to me. I feel like you want to do the side that's not been bitten into. But Ben's weird, so. Wait, you want to hold the side that's bitten into? Well, you That don't... feels weirder for... For me, you don't hold the side that you've taken a bite out of. And he's like, oh, sorry, let me switch what side of breadstick. Like it would have made sense if he used a breadstick that he hadn't bitten yet. Yeah. He's going to eat more than one breadstick. Well, yeah, he's holding two. Garden. A limited breadstick. He's holding two breadsticks. One's happy and the other, he's like, cheers. That would have been, been normal. Like, honestly, it's not a big deal to just, like, lightly tap his half-eaten breadstick. I think it was weird no matter what he did. So he would just embrace it. Okay, so we're back at the fundraiser, and Graham gets pulled into a conversation. So he's like, oh, save yourself. Like, I'll go talk to this guy. You go somewhere else. And then she, like, runs into his dad, like, spills a drink. But he's like, ah, don't worry about it. I saw you with my son earlier. You're his tutor, right? And she's like, yep. And he's like, oh, well, tutoring him must not be easy, huh? He's dumb. I hate my son. But we're talking about the dad. I want to ask this question. I asked him when we were watching as well. What political party do we think the dad Republican, because he's no, a he's, fucking asshole. He's Democrat because it's it's Washington. I'm also, right? I think it's more Democrat. And you know if Washington, D.C.? I think... It, no, it, it's Washington I don't know Washington's... State. I don't Washington, know Washington's, Washington State's politics. Washington State is a primarily Democratic voting state. However, it is close enough where it would not be infeasible to have a Republican senator, but it would be an upset for that Republican senator to win. I think he's a Republican. He, he is a upset. white man who's old. Yep. That is all, that point is all politicians. He's a bad father, which clearly means he's a Republican. <laughs> it's impossible to be a bad father when you're but a Democrat. He's pro-education and anti-basketball. So, so, so that's a good sign yes, on the Democratic yes, side. Anti-basketball. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, basketball is kind of political. Yeah, I would say basketball is one of the more liberal sports. No, it, you are it ranking is. the sports, but sports in general is well, high school musical. Yes, that's no. definitely. It's, it's more, because of there's the more political the outspoken, outspokenness within the NBA. Oh, okay, yeah. Um, but he also played basketball. How do you know this? How do you know he played basketball? They mentioned it at one point that he played on the Harvard team. Really, they did yeah, during the moment where he's saying, "I'm a legacy." Like basketball is like my dad played on the team. Oh, really? I thought he just went to the school. I know you rewatched it, but oh, I remember nice. hearing that. I don't remember hearing. But he's also anti um, rewarding people for winning homecoming, which I don't know what political party that is because I don't think anybody's like oh, homecoming thing matters now. And they're very clear on not showing us what it is. My lean is still Democrat, but I I could be either. I think it's Republican. I think he's Green Party. You think we got a yes. Green Party in yes. the U.S. Senate? Definitely. Okay. This is an alternate universe. That's true. They did yeah. move the Space Needle to Seattle in this one. Uh, do we know it's Seattle if it's an alternate universe? We do know Seattle because the high school is Seattle High. What's Seattle named after? I bet it's named after a person. <laughs> Mr. Seattle. You know Mr. what? I'm Seattle. guessing it's not named after a person genuinely. It's probably named after being by the sea. See, see the addle. Do you want any 
predictions. I'm gonna Google why is Seattle named Seattle. Why is it important? We we're this almost is, at two hours. Yeah. I wanna Google why Seattle's named Seattle. Two times speeds. This is more like one hour. <laughs> oh, it is actually named after a person. Thank oh. you. The Duwamish Indian leader named Seals. Okay. Cool. Okay, let's get back to the movie now. Um this movie wants us to know it's in Seattle. It's important to know all the facts about mm-hmm. Seattle. So, okay. He's like, oh, I hate my son. So you're applying to Harvard? <laughs> That's really what happens. He's like, you're applying to Harvard? That's cool. Um, if there's anything I can do, like, as a thank you for tutoring Graham, just let me know. But, you know, I'm not sure Harvard's a good enough payment for putting up with him. <laughs> that boy. And then she goes... That boy is incredible, and you should be proud of him. He's funny and kind, and he makes everyone feel like they're important. And she's like, you know what? I appreciate the offer, but no thanks. She says no to the Harvard letter because she cares about Graham, and his dad's an asshole. Boom. Boom. Yeah. So then Mandy's feeling very proud of herself. She's like, I'm choosing Graham. I'm choosing people instead of Harvard. But then she starts overhearing some guys talk. And at first, on the first watch through, I thought these were just some other like rich motherfuckers, right? That maybe are friends with Graham. I realized on the second watch through, they're his brothers. Oh. And it makes way more sense in the whole movie if yeah. you think about it that way. Because like, why is Mandy listening to these guys and like taking it to heart that maybe Graham doesn't like her? But the fact that it's coming from his brothers, I get it more. I thought it was more the fact that they kind of, there's the misunderstanding about cheating. Well, there's also that. But before she hears about the cheating, she's like listening to them talk about like, oh, who is this girl? Obviously, he's only bringing her to impress dad. So and uh, she's like taking that okay. to heart. And we're like anyone saying, I, I don't like you. It would make you feel kind of bad. Yeah. yeah. But like, obviously, she should know that that's not how Graham feels right now. But then they're like, who was that other girl he had at the house earlier today? And so that makes sense of like, oh, shit. He had another girl at the house that day. Oh, my gosh. Obviously, you know, he's cheating. Men and women can't w- be friends. I would like to point out, we later learned that this is him getting someone for helping with the dance. Yeah. But this does not make sense. He only learns about the risky business that night. (gasps) You're so right. Wait. In the One Direction that night. Yep. Maybe he totally changed it. Wow. Maybe he's lying about it. Maybe he cheated. Well, Okay. (laughs) I I guess we can just assume that he was planning a different promposal with dancing. And then he changes it up. Maybe he was doing something private with Liv that wasn't cheating but also he lied about it no it was definitely she was, they mentioned she was yeah but that could have been a lie no it wasn't oh um anyway <laughs> okay fine if you say it's not a lie then i guess we've been, we've been reporting for two hours yeah healthy uh, so, wants her olive garden <laughs> so then mandy leaves crying she runs to the mom but mom's like what's wrong she's like i have to leave and then she leaves and she's crying um so back at the olive garden uh, ben and Latoya are talking about the MCU, and they're like, "Oh, Captain America and Iron Man," and he's like, "Wow, I didn't think he'd be into the MCU." And she's like, "Yeah, but Michael B. Jordan, <laughs> which he was in Black Panther." Latoya <laughs> has two characteristics, and it's Michael B. Jordan, and that she has a last name. She literally <laughs> she watched all of the MCU specifically so that she could watch 
Black Panther, which could be a standalone movie. Slay. Slay. And also, she could have just watched Black Panther 2 as a standalone movie, and Michael B. Jordan's in, like, one scene in that. So, like, honestly, though, respect. Watch all of it. (laughs) Just so you can watch Black Panther with, like, some more content. It's it's a very much a standalone movie. I mean, she may have just watched Black Panther, liked it, and wanted to watch the rest. It's fair. But Michael B. Jordan isn't in the rest. That's what you did with Thor Ragnarok. Yeah, but that was different. I also had seen Guardians, and I knew they were going to be in Infinity War. So I'm like, well, if I'm going to watch Infinity War to see Guardians of the Galaxy, I should know what else is happening. So I watched all of them. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Anyway, the waiters come, and they have, like, a cake with a candle, and they, like, are singing to him. And Ben gets an unknown caller, and he does hang up at first. He's like, oh, spam call. But then it calls back immediately. Which I... I'm, like, still slightly skeptical. I think I would wait for a third time. Yeah, you think so? Well, but he, I also, I get it. Yeah. I, I barely answer my phone when there is a caller. Right? And it's, like, it's his birthday. He, I don't know. He's at dinner. He's at dinner, and they're singing happy birthday to him. But then he answers it, and it's Mandy. She's, like, crying. She's, like, the only number I know is yours, which, why doesn't she know her parents' number? Yeah, that's, that's weird. weird. I only and know he, my parents' number and my sister's know my number. number. But I only know my number and my, like, land. I guess, like, my yeah, parents' whole number. Phone. She should have, what she should have done is given her phone to her parents' And be and she could just call herself. Yeah, but she has to she know did. her own That's number. a deleted scene. But she also didn't think anything was going to go wrong. So Mandy, she, for being a smart person, isn't necessarily the smartest. Yeah, don't don't leave your phone behind. That's the dumbest thing she does the whole movie. Obviously. <laughs> um. Okay. Yeah, it makes the top five. <laughs> so then she's crying, and she, you know, she realizes that he's still at dinner, and she's like, "Oh my gosh." Ignore Never me. mind, ignore me. I'm sorry, it's fine. So the waiters are still there, and Ben's like, I gotta go. And Latoya's like, What? And the waiters are still waiting there, and he's like, Can I help you? And they're like, We can't leave until you blow out the candle, probably because it's a fire hazard. If they don't, they don't know what he's gonna do with the candle. So he blows it out, and they take a picture of him <laughs> when he blows it out. And then they leave, and he's like, I have to leave right now. I'm so sorry. It's an emergency. I'll call you later. And he doesn't explain anything more to LaToya. And he leaves it's, her there to pay the bill. You need some more explanation for I that. I know. I feel like it's weird LaToya is mad, because she could hear some of the phone call. No, she couldn't. She goes, what's going on? She got left with the bill. She, that is annoying. She got left with the bill so that he could go see his best friend yes. instead of her. Which we should like, mention. Mandy is crying from an unknown phone booth. Yeah, that's concerning. Yeah, and that's all. If he, if he mentioned that, yeah. like she's stranded no, I just by herself without her phone. I need to go get her. I just thought so she sorry. could hear the call because we could hear the call while it was in his hand, and we were. I think that's restaurant. just a filming perspective. A film thing. Of course, we could hear the no, but we could hear the call when it zoomed away, and we that's could hear it muffled. That's a film thing, as though we were not hearing the call. Yeah. No. Plus, you don't want to assume that someone heard something. Yeah. And not mention it. Yes. It still sucks that she got left there. It does. Okay, so then Ben picks Mandy up at the fundraiser, and she's crying, and she's like, I'm such an idiot for thinking that Graham liked me. And he's like, you're not stupid. She's like, I am stupid. You know why? Because the dad offered the letter, and I said no. I chose Graham, and he chose Liv from the dance studio. So this is how we know that she's a dancer. And she's like, the worst part is that I've been a terrible friend to you, which is true. She has been a terrible friend to Ben. 
And she's like, I'm going to make it up to you at prom, like limos, whatever you want to do, I'll do it. Assuming you still will go with me. And he's go, and he says, of course, I'll go with you. You're my best friend. And we made a prom pact and I'm not going to break it. And then she apologizes again for ruining his date. But he's like, it's OK. Latoya totally understood. She didn't. She didn't. But, you know, he's trying to make her feel better. Okay, so then at school, Graham tries to talk to Bandy. He's like, hey, where'd you go? But she's like, did you have fun with Liv? And he's like, what? You weren't supposed to know about that. Thinking about promposal, I'm assuming. Yeah. Yep. And then Mandy storms off and Ben says, dude, take the hint. And then Latoya walks by and he's like, Latoya. But she's ignoring him. And he goes, take the hint, no nuts. He doesn't go Latoya. He goes Latoya Reynolds. Yeah, sorry. He goes Latoya Reynolds. And she goes, she walks by him and he goes, take the hint, no nuts. So... Because of his nut allergy. Because of his nut allergy. I thought he was calling him a virgin, but... He, that was only Kyle. He goes, ha you have an allergy you can't control. That ha Okay, so then in class, Mandy gets a note to go to the front office. And later, they're like, we didn't send you a note, so it's, it's a plan, right? Yeah. Mm. Ben tries to apologize to LaToya. And he goes, like, I'm so sorry. How much do I owe you for dinner? And she goes, I don't want your money. I don't want anything from you. I'm not here to be second choice to Mandy or anyone else. Which power move, not letting him pay. Like It dude, is a power move. Like, I don't even want your money. I just want nothing to do with well, you. Well, he absolutely needs to pay the money. Yeah. But she's like, I don't even need your money. Like, damn. And he's like, please just hear me out. I'll explain everything. And she's like, fine, you have until you get to my car. And he explains that, like, she's his best friend and she was alone, stranded. So, like, I had to leave. But, like, before that with you, I was having the best birthday ever. And I wish I could undo it. And he's like, please just let me make it up to you. Let me take you somewhere nicer than the Olive Garden. How about the macaroni grill? (laughs) And she laughs. And she's like, that sounds good. But actually, how about instead we go to prom? And he's like, what? And she's like, will you go to prom with me? And we don't get to see his reply. We'll find out in a minute. So Manny's in the hall and all the lights go down and everybody's filming her. And they like form a big circle and they push her to the middle. And she's like, oh, no. But then Graham shows up doing the risky business dance. The risky business outfit. Yep. And then um, the song changes, so that's what makes you beautiful because she loves 1D. And everyone, like, kind of circles around her because Graham's doing a costume change. It's a quick change. It's really slow. Yep. (laughs) And then he, like, changed the lyrics to the song to be like, Mandy, you tutor me and you're so hot. And will you go to prom with me? Oh, oh. And then we don't see her answer, but everyone is shouting, say yes, say yes, say yes. She's looking like she's having a good time. When she was just crying about him, like, a couple minutes ago. But But also, I think she learned that Liv was part of organizing this at this point, too. So she's probably putting it together. And then Mandy goes out to talk to Ben, and she's like, oh, my God, Graham just asked me to prom. And he's like, Latoya just asked me to prom. And she's like, that's great. And he's like, no, I had to tell her no, because we're going together. So how did Graham take it when you told him? And he's like, you didn't tell him? You you said yes? Like, he's like, you were I would literally- like to point out Ben's covering his eyes. I'm not. It's just. 
It's a cringe moment. It's, a, it's, it's okay. This is the big fight of the movie. It's, I feel like this is a less cringy scene than some of his earlier scenes with Latoya. Yeah. But he's like, literally two nights ago, you were crying in my car about how he's seen other girls. And she's like, yeah, but like, that was just a misunderstanding. Liv was just helping him with the proposal. With the evidence I brought up, I'm I'm, I'm casting doubt on that uh, still. I think he was obviously planning a proposal. So yeah. I, I think they just changed. I think he just stalked her like Instagram or something and saw that she liked One Direction and mm-hmm. Risky Business prior to the meeting. That's and then he was true. like, oh, I didn't know that. Good to learn this information. And she's like, just tell Latoya that you can go to prom with her now. And Ben's like, oh, yeah, tell her that now you have a date, so I'm free. Yeah, that'll go over well. There's it a point, won't. I think Latoya, and it's a very reasonable suspicion, believes that Ben has a crush on Mandy. Well, she said, too, she's like, I'm not here to be second choice to you. Yeah. And that literally would make her second choice. Yeah. So, yeah, it would not go over well. And then he starts yelling very publicly and people start recording. And he's like, we had a prom pact. Like, is this, do you even like Graham? Or are you just using him to get into Harvard? Like, this whole time. And then he goes, you know what? I don't care. I'm done. It's okay. Graham didn't hear it. Right. But then the next scene is Graham in the gym. And he's like, come here, Mandy. I want to show you a video. And then he shows the video of them fighting and her saying, and him saying, like, you're There's just not a Graham. single moment of, he's not going to see it. Like, oh. No, it's, he's definitely going to see it. 12 people filming yeah. it. Yeah. And then literally the next scene, Graham shows her that he saw the video. Yeah. So they're done. He's like. It's just funny because I feel like he could have come and seen the fight. Yeah. And then he shows her that he has a Harvard letter wreck, letter of wreck um, from his dad. And he's like, he had his dad write it for her. He's like, you played me perfectly. Like, I really thought there was no catch. I made my dad write this letter for you. And then he hands it to her. And he's like, I guess I am in the end. So do you think he wrote, he had the dad write it the night before? No. I think, I think he, he had him write it after the fundraiser. I thought he had him write it after he saw the video. That's what I also That's what I thought they were implying. No, no, no. That he did it after he... Like, it was a moment of good gesture, no, like, guys, you win. I literally... No. I literally just rewatch it. He said, I had my dad write this for you because I, like, I want to do something nice for you. I thought there was no catch. Because you played me. He yeah. still handed her the letter. So, regardless, yeah. the act of goodwill is still there. Mm-hmm. Could have well, it's without... not out of goodwill. It's like a fuck you. Here's what you wanted. You can be done so, with yeah. your letter. Well, it's like yeah, the but... clean break aspect of it is what yeah. I'm saying. Like handing over the letter is still a you got what you wanted. Yeah, it can be a. But it's it, still a slap in the face. It can be a slap in the face, but it can also be uh I'm still giving it to you. Yeah. Okay, so then uh, Mandy is sad, and we have Charles and Zenobia talking to Mandy, and they're like, "We're not taking sides." I mean, we did invite Ben to eat with us because he shouldn't be alone since he didn't do anything wrong. But we're not taking sides. <laughs> yeah. The movie is like very clearly Ben is in the right. And the, I mean, he is. Yeah. Ben is basically, I'm sorry for what I said, but also I meant it. And we yeah. have to take that at face value. Yeah. So Mandy's talking with Miss Chen and Miss Chen's like, you know, when I said you needed an end with the senator, I didn't mean in his son's pants. Um, we get a little scene of Kyle like bullying her. Fuck Kyle. This is the other scene Kyle. Kyle's in this scene. Yep. Yeah. He's like, hey Mandy, my dad could get you a letter wreck, blah blah blah. He's such a fucking asshole. He's fucking 14. Anyway. 
Um, Mandy's talking to Miss Chen and he's like, she admits, you know, I used tutoring to get close to Graham, but then my feelings changed and now it's all ruined. Um, my friendship's ruined with Ben and his relationship with Latoya is ruined, but I do have this Harvard letter. And Miss Chen's like, are you going to send it in? And she's like, I have to. It's Harvard, right? Nothing's better than Harvard. And right. Miss Chen's like, you know, I think something may be more important to you now. You haven't sent it in yet, so obviously it's not the only important thing. So then Mandy tries to go talk to Graham, but his friend stops her and he and she's like, can you just give this to him and tell him I'm sorry? So she gives the letter back, the letter of recommendation from his dad, basically saying, like, I don't need it. I don't want it. Like, it's not worth it. So she gives it back. Okay, so then Mandy is all dressed up in 80s stuff, like an 80s dress and her hair and makeup. And her parents are really excited that she's going to prom because she's like, I'm going to prom. And they're like, with who? And she's like, maybe nobody. Uh, we'll see. So then she shows up at Ben's place and she's like throwing shit at his window. Um, and he comes out on the balcony and he's like, go home. And she's like, no, hear me out. I messed up. But wherever our future takes us, I need to know that you're my best friend. And more importantly, that you're my best friend. So she's saying, like, I'm going to be here for you now. I know I fucked up, but I'm here. She's then, done this whole movie a lot of fucking up. Oh, yeah. Um, then she starts playing safety dance. And she goes, like, Ben, 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 plunk it, plunk it, plunk it, plunk it. Like, you know, and safety dance, they go, S-S-S-S-A-A-A-A-F. But then she goes, P-P-P-P-R-R-R-R-O-O-O-O-M-M-M-M. With me, me, me. And she's dancing and it's embarrassing and people are looking at her. And he's like, How long is this gonna go on for? And she's like, Well, it's a pretty long playlist. I have I'd stop the world in prom with you, total clips on the prom, my parameters. I feel like they could have got there's so many there's fun so many things more. they could have done. And he's like, If I say yes, will this stop? And she's like, It's I guess you'll have to find out. And she like dances more and it's embarrassing. And then he says yes and she's like yay okay go get change and he's like why prom's on for another four hours and she's like well we have to make some stops first and we all thought oh no she's gonna go on a whole redemption tour but like have to bring him along that's so rude but it's not that it's not that i thought she'd be trying to make it up with graham and latoya yeah but that's not what happens she takes him out on their usual friday night date since they missed a few probably uh they go see books and then a movie and then they go to the diner and the diner has like milkshakes and candles because she like set it up special for them and waffles how did she get this all set up so quick she probably just called the people like they're regulars stop or did she just say that it was a fancy restaurant well it was that line where she's like it's a fancy restaurant that was a joke i i thought it was i thought it it was just set up like that because it's an 80s town and they know it's prom night so they gotta (laughs) set it up as like an 80s themed prom diner no because they show up and he's like whoa and she's like yep like if that's the only table that's like that she goes oh yep it's pretty fancy here like it it was clear that she set it up i didn't get the i didn't get that yeah Okay, so now they go to prom and Love is a Battlefield is playing. So Love that's fun. Battlefield. Oh, and then um, it changes to Let's Dance. Put on your red shoes and dance the blues. Very 80s songs. I was surprised 80s songs are actually being played at the prom. 
was like, yes, there's a theme, but I feel like the teenagers wouldn't actually want to dance to 80s music. But they, but they have been going into it for the whole thing. Yeah, I was. But then they're all. This is a movie, and they're yeah. It would happen in a so movie. But they do lampshade it a bit because they have the kids go like, why are you guys dressed up in 80s clothes? Yeah, so they're they're just, just, why is that the one thing they don't care about? Yeah, they've, been doing, they've been doing 80s proposals the whole time. The whole gymnasium is 80s. They're playing 80s music. But Ben and Mandy are the only ones dressed up like 80s. And Charles and Zenobia are like, yeah, nobody's actually going to do that because there's like pictures so and all stuff. the proposals were being videotaped. Yeah. <laughs> They're like, we'll do the proposal like 80s themes. We're not going to dress like 80s. That'd be weird. Yeah, even though they all have 80s costumes that they wore for their proposals. Yeah. Very elaborate ones. Um, anyway, people are like making fun of them because they look dumb, I guess, but whatever. Um, Moni Moni starts playing, so more 80s songs. Um, Mandy sees Graham and is kind of sad, but like toughens up. She's like, "Let's go dance, Ben." And we don't actually get to see them dance right now, which is kind of weird. But we'll see them dance later. Um, they get their drink. This is when she grabs the water. So I know that makes you mad. Why is she grabbing water from a single-use plastic bottle? I, I think it's just the uh, idea of they're spent all the money on the plastic already so it doesn't matter who uses it, it's getting used also mandy i think might be a little bit of a hypocrite at point or maybe maybe she's not the most like genuine about her being a nice person Uh, (laughs) i think she may be a complex character i I think she might be virtue signaling a little bit just a tad just a tad all right so then the principal gets on stage and he's like it's time to announce prom king queen and Latoya Reynolds wins queen. Of course she does. And then Manny's like, I'm dumping you as a date. And Ben's like, what? And That's a mean move. Yeah. And then Ben wins prom king. Because uh, Manny rigged the vote. No, it was. it was. It was oh, yeah. It's definitely because everybody knows who he is. Except the whole crowd goes silent and goes, who? <laughs> no nuts. <laughs> um, I don't know anyone named Ben. Do you think Latoya actually won? Or was Latoya also rigged? Latoya won. Latoya was expected to win. It would be really funny though if they only rigged Ben and then someone else won. It was like, <laughs> like it was fuck. Mandy. Ma- Mandy. Like, you want to see Graham and Mandy back together? That would be funny. Oh shit! Yeah, is that like a prank? And so it's just Mandy and Ben. She's like, I didn't think Latoya was gonna lose. <laughs> shit. What's um, scary? Yeah, my bold prediction was like the movie Carrie. Someone was gonna get like blood dumped on them at prom. But that didn't happen. So when you said that, we all thought you meant Carrie just been like lifted Lift up. Yeah, like, like that's bold prediction. I'd explain like no, like the movie getting carried. Anyway, um, as Ben's walking up on stage, they start they start chanting "No nuts, no nuts." You know, in a positive way, maybe. Mm-hmm. Reclaiming allergies to nuts. <laughs> um, and then he gets his crown and like people cheer and whatever. And then they start to dance awkwardly. And Latoya's like, let's just get through this. And then they start dancing. But then Ben goes, no, I'm not going to do that because my whole life I've just been going through it or something. <laughs> He's like, I'm not going to let life pass me by anymore. I am no nuts Plunkett. He says this to everyone. And one girl in the crowd goes, oh my God, what's going on? <laughs> and then he's like, I'm prom king. 
and I'm dancing with a girl in my dreams and I want to kiss her now. And then she smiles and goes, you should have just kissed me. And then they kiss. We'll point out, we all think she looked pretty like Latoya. She looked very uncomfortable prior yeah. to this speech. We all disagree when she says you, you should have kissed me. It didn't from our angle, which maybe yeah. that's us misreading a situation. Obviously, we're not yeah, actual yeah. characters in this movie. People misread situations. <laughs> Okay, because she goes, let's just get through this. She's still mad at him. <laughs> Imagine if he just tried to kiss her. She'd be like, what the hell are you doing? That's where I was like, okay. Yeah. Like, it was supposed to be cute. Yeah. Oh, you should have just kissed me, but I appreciate the consent. But it does not come off that way. It's weird because like... It's it's supposed to be cute of like yes I also want to mm-hmm. kiss you but what are you supposed to say there like yes I also want to kiss you looking for the acknowledge consent it's weird for the character at the end to be like what she should have said is well then go on and do it yes. Yes. you know what she should have said what nothing just kissed him yeah that would have been good. she consented yes. Yes. but you just do it or she says yes. And you get your non-verbal yes, consent that you wanted. One, yeah. It just was not a situation where she should have said, actually, you should have just kissed me. Yeah. Me cheer. Woo! Everyone in the audience goes, yay. Yeah, so people cheer them on and they're dancing. <laughs> Stay on stage for a while, which is kind of weird, but like, okay. They're they're they prom king and queen. Yeah, so what they stay on stage the whole time. I didn't have this at my prom. I didn't so. go to prom. I also didn't I got, go to prom. I was gonna go with one of my friends, and then I got pink eye. Um, oh shit! And it was like the really infectious kind. So yeah. I was like, yes, I don't have to go to prom. Neither of us really wanted to go. I went with my friends, and it's funny because our theme was actually like Moroccan, like a Moroccan night. Mm-hmm. Which before That's a weird, theme. it is weird. Before the prom, we we all were in the gym to like take pictures, and you know how you like you do the walk, like the couples walk. Yep. Yeah. So we did that, um, and we're all in the gym taking pictures. But then we went to a different venue for the actual dance, which wasn't like decorated like Moroccan. <laughs> it was just like a wedding venue. Did anyone wear Moroccan clothes? Oh. <laughs> So, I feel like the theme really had, like, no point. Keep up with the theme. Student council. That is who normally comes up with student themes. Count- I think so. I was just going to judge the student council. Oh. When I was on student council, like, Senate, we talked dance themes. Yeah. yeah. That's a thing. That's, like, no, the I one totally thing you do. I totally know that's a thing. I just think Morocco's a weird theme for a high school dance. I, I kind of agree. It's kind of weird. <laughs> I mean, it, it didn't really hold any weight. No. So, yeah. Okay, so then Mandy's talking with Miss Chen and she thanks her for helping rig the votes. So that's how she did it. Uh, she had Miss Chen do it. Um, Graham is still icing her out, but she goes, it's okay. Tonight was not about him. Which, good. Tonight was about Ben and making up, making it all up to him. So Mandy then is talking to Ben Latoya and she's like, cool, I gotta go. I'm gonna leave. And Ben Latoya like, no, you should stay. And then she admits that she hasn't checked her Harvard application lately. And they're like, you have to check it right now. Um, so she looks and she's been accepted to Harvard. Hooray. Toya's really invested in this. When I feel like she could on- should honestly have like some resentment towards Mandy. Well, now she's like, too cool. That's her man's best friend. Like, yeah. Nice. Here's Mandy rigged the thing. Yeah. Yeah. And then um, Ben and Mandy start like screaming and tapping their hands together like they always do. And Latoya goes, you two are a lot, but I'm here for it. Wait, who's Latoya? <laughs> Latoya Reynolds. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's confusing. <laughs> I, I, I'm sorry. There's so many Latoyas. I should have clarified. It's Latoya Reynolds. There are no other Latoyas in this movie that we know. Um, And then 
Nanny goes to Miss Chen. She's like, I got in. And Miss Chen's like, yeah, it's crazy. And she's like, I don't know how, though. I never sent in a letter of rec, I promise. And Miss Chen's like, yeah, I sent you. I sent in a letter for you. You know, a very, a very boring, unsexy teacher letter that you hated so much. But guess it worked, huh? Yeah. And so, yeah. Then we see all the kids dance. Ooh, dancing they're dancing to Ooh, i want to dance with somebody mm, and they do want to dance with somebody with somebody all right cool so now that we're at graduation and mandy's giving a speech because she's the salutatorian is that how you say it i believe salutatorian or something Sal- like salutor- that i don't i didn't even it's know the val victorian but for being a salad it's it's second place valedictorian. I didn't even know this was a thing. Well, we didn't have valedictorian, I think. I didn't have it. So, like, how we, was I supposed to know like, that? On our report card, it said our class rank. Really? If you checked your, if you checked your, like, uh, not your report card, but like your academic history oh. or something. Well, you could see that. Regardless, and, this is an actual thing, but most schools don't really do the valedictorian system. Well, it's changed a lot in these decades and some things in teen movies that are tropes in teen movies are not really accurate to a a lot lot of people's (laughs) high school experiences a lot yeah i just didn't even know there was like a second place and a name for it so that's fun do Um, we want to look at the etymology no no, let's please just finish So she says she's going to give a like a boring speech, but then she changes it up and she's like, I'm going to give you some advice that I got from someone very important to me. Beef. I would like to point out this entire speech, they awkwardly cut back to Graham and you think she's going to call out like a big romantic gesture towards but him, doesn't. but it never happens. But it always feels like it's about oh, to happen. Where she says his name and you're like, oh no, this is the big romantic gesture that's incredibly awkward. Yeah, but then but it never happens. That, which is good. Yeah. Like, and a lot of pressure for someone who's not with, who's angry at you. Yeah. So she goes, beef. It also applies to life. She's like, it's for basketball with like a layup and they go, no, no, no. And she's like, a free throw? And they're like, yeah. So I think it's mostly just for throwing a shot. It's not really for free throws specifically. I've heard beef before. Beef. So balance. She's like, you need balance in your life, which I didn't have enough of. Don't let your goals be your whole life. You need to have fun and fill a car with hot Cheetos. That's the theme of the movie. Filling a car with hot Cheetos? Yeah. Yeah. And her mom goes, yes. Is the hot Cheetos... I feel like that has to be an innuendo. No, no, her mom said that she did it in high school. She, wait, oh, filled it like entirely full. Maybe. Like I just imagined her putting like a few bags of hot Cheetos. Like not even dumped them out. No, I think she dumped out but like it's three bags, four bags. Maybe, yeah, I doubt she like spent a ton of money getting like a hundred bags of hot Cheetos. <laughs> Maybe she did. Maybe that's why it's so memorable. Maybe. Um, and then she says eyes. You need to keep them open. You never know who you're going to meet. Elbow. Keep them safe. They're important. Yeah, you don't really have much you can do yeah. about elbow. We thought she was going to say something like elbow grease. Like, work hard, though. Even though that kind of goes against the balance. Um, anyway, follow through. Make elbow. Sure. You got to elbow people out of your way if you want to <laughs> succeed. Ambition. Um, and then she says, follow through. Make sure to finish your shots. And then she goes, Graham Lansing. And you think it's going to be like, I'm, I love you, but it's not. She goes, thank you for making my last semester of high school different. A good different. And then she says, oh, yeah. And go Bulldogs. Go Bulldogs. And then they give her a standing ovation. It's probably not worth you a standing ovation, but whatever. At least her speech was more interesting than all the generic shit that usually happens. So 
There's like, oh, there's some drama in this. Also, this is unrelated to what we're talking about. But I looked up when Hot Cheetos came into existence (laughs) and they came into existence in 1991, which is not the 80s. And how so, old is her mom? Her mom was in high school in 91. Maybe probably a senior in 91. 18. So then she it could be a brand new 30. product. Okay. And this takes place in 2023. I'm just like, yeah, it's so possible. Weird that it's not an 80s thing. So she was born in the 2000s. So no, that's only adds up. That's nine. That's only, that's only 32 years. Yeah. And Mandy's 18. So she had Mandy when she was 14. No, she graduated high school in 91 when Cheetos came out. Oh. <laughs> yeah, it, she didn't work so. Things in her car when she was zero. Never mind. Yeah. She, she was born the same yeah. year hot Cheetos were in hole, but um, apparently I'm just dumb. No, the, the timeline <laughs> actually makes complete sense. Yeah, no, that makes a lot of sense. Okay. So then after the ceremony, uh, Mandy is like leaving for Boston right now and I was like what the hell what do you mean she's leaving right now that makes no sense but they actually do mention that Professor Downs has invited her to sit in on some summer lectures on global poverty so it does make sense mm-hmm. cool uh, here here I am trying to be like ah oh, plot hole why is she leaving yeah. literally the day of graduation but they explain it I mean your plot hole is still they still hand waved it you yeah. know and then Ben says, like, I'll miss you. And she's like, I'll miss you. And they hug. And But Manny says, I'll be back before Labor Day. So squeeze me in in your busy schedule with your girlfriend. And they're like, oh, my God, yeah, you're dating LaToya Reynolds. That's crazy. Wow. And LaToya shows up and she's like, you guys need to stop saying my full name. Yeah, That's this has been weird the whole time. Ever heard of her as LaToya? LaToya Reynolds. No, they never just say LaToya. I think probably. one time Mandy just says LaToya, but not in front of LaToya. <laughs> They're setting up for the sequel. There needs to be character growth. So then they say goodbye. And then Mandy runs into Graham and they congratulate each other, you know, for graduating. And he says, that was a nice speech. I will protect my elbows. Ha ha. And then she's like, where are you going to college? And he's like, I decided to go to UT. And she's like, oh, your dad's choice. Like, not that that's the bad thing, but he's like, yeah, no, I understand what you mean. And then they say goodbye and they're like really civil about it. And... You know, they don't get together or anything, right? They just say goodbye, and Mandy leaves with her parents, and the promise starts playing, which is the one that goes, do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do. When you were singing that earlier, I thought you were doing the Wii Sports theme. It is kind of like the Wii Sports theme. Okay, so then um, it cuts, and it says Cambridge, Massachusetts. That's where Harvard is. That's where Harvard is. And Mandy is with some friends in some kind of like maybe a brewery, maybe just some kind of pub. I don't like know. A, it looks like a brewery. It, it does. Looks like a brewery or pub. Yeah. Um, Mandy is there making Save the Bees signs and she goes to refill her drink. We are still confused about the timing of this, but it's probably yes, like a couple months it, later. Know? I think they never say, but I'm assuming it's that fall. Okay. I was assuming it was like three years because it was a brewery. Initially. He only says he but, took a gap year. Yeah, he's Getting, saying I took a gap year. So we're assuming that this is the gap year. It's that fall. You can go to a brewery and not get alcohol. I think she's drinking she's her a, beer. Maybe she's doing non-alcoholic beer. Yeah, like I don't, mm-hmm. I don't think they never. It's the only thing you can do. I just assumed yeah. that was what they were trying to say. They never like been a few years. They but. never say they're drinking alcohol or anything. Like I think it's fine. Then later on, it seems like it hasn't been a few years. Yeah. So then, um, she sees that Graham is there, and she's like, "You're wearing a Save the Bees shirt." 
And he's like, that's what you want to talk about? And she's like, no. What are you doing here? And he's like, well, I was going to go to UT, but then I decided to take your advice and do my own thing. Like, I don't have to do anything for my dad, whatever. He's like, I decided to take a gap year. And she's like, yeah, he's like, I'm just going to figure out what I want to do. And she's like, what you want is here in Boston. And there's like a pause. He's like, yeah. And like, you think maybe he's going to say because she's there. But then he goes, I'm working a nonprofit coaching kids in basketball. And she's like, oh, yep, that's a good fit. And then he starts to say there is one other thing. And then she kisses him. Yes, she interrupts his. Yeah. His and then they stop and then he kisses her back. So it's like, yep, they, yeah. yep. And then the promise kicks in again. The and Whatever. there's a sign that they pan up that yep. says the end. But then it goes dot, dot, dot. A sequel bait. Oh and I feel like this is very much not a really sequel in more <laughs> movie. sequel this. It's not going to be about prom anymore. I mean, they're, they're kids. Their ki- kids go in to the prom. future. Oh, Charles they're, they're, I think, not yeah, seniors. Because they, they were not graduating. Yes. Yes. During the speech, they're like, what's going on? And Charles goes, I don't know, but I'm going to yes. film it. They can go to prom so that there can be a prom packed in the movie. That's a good That's a good call out. Yes. It nice. could be Charles. They become Zuno, main yeah. characters. They don't have to be the main characters. They just have to go to a prom and have a prom packed. And then they can focus on the other people that aren't in the, in the prom packed. Yeah. I do want to point out that it's very creepy that she is at a Save the Bees, like, sign making function yeah and then he shows up at her location with a save the bees t-shirt he knew that she would be at a save the bees protest like and he yes. went to find her that is very that is very weird though i think he loves her okay and she was very excited to see him yes i just i just feel like it was a you little call, you can't call him crazy he's just a boy in love can't be held responsible for his actions yeah okay he's an ingenue all right, that's prom packs. What did everyone think? I still I like the movie. I like I it. I liked it. It's liked good. It. It's it was way better than I thought it was going to be. I thought yes. it was going to be dumb. It's so, not like a crazy plot when you like lay it out, no, but, but it's very tight knit. Like yes. they didn't. I like that they didn't do the whole like Ben was in love with her the whole time because that's been done so many times. Mm-hmm. As you Ben mentioned before we watched, um, it's the director was like, we have two straight characters who like just aren't into each other yes. and it's really that yeah that's yeah true. they never even try to hint at all no. they do because when we were watching they thought they were gonna get together no, i said they might because mm. that's just such not because of anything that happened in the movie because that plot has been done so many times yes, it's true i think it was because we're primed to think that's the, yeah that's that i'm like oh the only it, plot that can exist in movies well DCOMs especially have done it so many times. I'm glad they didn't. Yes. I feel like the jokes also worked really well. Yeah. The guidance counselor was very mean, but she was very funny. But she too. was funny. Yeah. It's a well written movie. Yeah. It has a few things where it's like not necessarily perfectly written. But yeah. It does a lot of things right, and that's what you need. I mean, the plot hole about the dance pr- proposal. But learning about dirty dancing and such, that ruins the movie for me. <laughs> that's, a, that's a deal breaker. I didn't realize they didn't think about that. So we did kind of talk about where we would rank it. And we put it at 22. So like very high. Yes. Yeah. There's 115 now. Yeah. Put it up right above the zombie series. Yes. Yeah, which I like zombies, but that's me. As a consensus one. Do you have your personal rankings? Did you put it in? I did not put I it in. I did not. Um, it would be... 
probably an A tier for me. I also agree it's an A tier movie and like right around the middle of A tier. Yeah. Like too. it's good. Yeah. I, I like it. I do. Nice. Cool. So that's Prom Pact. Ben, any final thoughts? Enjoy being on the podcast for the first time? I was very stressful. Well, I hope you come back. Yeah. We'll see. Maybe people can write an angry fan mail about not hey, wanting then, me on the podcast or wanting me on the podcast. That's called engagement. Yes. So even if you're, if you will take death threats. No, uh, if you don't want me on the podcast, put in some, put in some fan mail and that might impact things. If you want me on the podcast, put in some fan mail that it might impact things. They really want engagement. And do you want to read off you, our but... social media accounts? Oh, Let's you... see if you can do it. The, uh, the, T-H-E, Decom Duo on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you get, or wherever you get your podcast. YouTube. Yeah, YouTube too. Uh, there's no video, so you can listen to them there. Minisode has some video. Oh, it does? Yeah. Okay. Uh, they've got a TikTok, which I assume is the T-H-E, Decom Duo. Yep. There's underscores in that one. But I'm sure if you oh. search D- the decom. Okay. And their, sure. and their TikToks are very funny. I don't have TikTok, but Kelsey showed me some. And uh, the images make it very funny sometimes. Mm-hmm. And it's usually the best moment from the podcast on there. Yeah. So relive your favorites. Relive your favorite moments. Yes. If I ever keep up with it. I kind of get behind and then I do a bunch at once. They also have an email address that you can mm-hmm. use. The decom duo at gmail.com. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Heck yeah. Yeah. Uh, I've never emailed there, but you should. <laughs> yeah. Ben, ben would never email us there. Usually we would spin the wheel now, but since we had a backup plan in case we didn't get this episode out, you already we, know what it is. We've already spun the wheel. It was stuck in the suburbs. We've already watched it. We already recorded it. We're going to release it in two weeks. After this episode. Jordan Cahill. Jordan Cahill. So tune in in two weeks to hear our thoughts on stuff in the suburbs. Yeah. It's going to be great. Well, yeah, we're not going to spoil it, but we watched the movie and let me tell you, they sure were stuck in a suburb. They sure, they sure were. They sure were. All right. Thank you guys for listening. Thank you, Ben, for joining in. Thank you for having me. This was fun. Thank you for listening this long. It's definitely over two hours. So yeah, you, if you're listening at two times speed, it's going to be less than two hours. I'm definitely going to edit down the part where Benji goes over um, cities that, <laughs> that have schools. Well, uh, it's definitely still going to be over two hours. I'm sorry. Morning. I shouldn't have shown up. No. <laughs> oh, we're glad to have you. Thanks. All right. Take care. Goodbye. Why? Why? Scenes from our next episode. Suburbs are just a state of mind. Stuck in the suburbs. Man, I sure am happy that that teenage heartthrob is Taryn Killam. Oh, look how lovely his hair is. That must be what his whole career is based on. Man, I sure would be happy in my life if someone took my phone and all of my personal belongings and changed everything I did just as a prank. I wish I could have some ice cream. They got me a haircut and dogs. What? Yep. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God, is that a flashback montage?
Oh yes. my god, is that a flashback montage? Oh my god, is that just a montage? Oh my god, is that a third flashback montage? Alright, cool. Let's get all good now. <laughs>